from the era that brought you names like Chamberlain, Russell, and West. The Chamberlain, he's got it! Jerry West made it from the other side of the mid-court strike! To the glory days of Magic and Kareem. Jabbar is on the brink of an NBA all-time record. A time where last-second shots were expected. Here comes Kobe from way outside. Got it! Oh, man! Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James! And rings were handed out like candy. Here's Jordan. Yes! It's all over. The Chicago Bulls have won. It's Duncan Dynasty with your host, Garrett Bougay, and it starts right now. Welcome to another episode of Duncan Dynasty. I'm your host, Garrett Bouquet, and uh, this week I've got a very special League Pass radio episode to bring you. I'm going to be broadcasting Game 4 of the series in the Eastern Conference Finals between the three-seed Boston Celtics and the five-seed Miami Heat. Uh, this is uh, the game four is, is such a crucial game in these series, especially when uh, a certain team is up one, two, or excuse me, two to one, um, in, in large part because this game kind of decides if it's going to be a long series most of the time or not. You know, you've either got the, the team that's down 2-1 that evens it up, and uh, means that it's going to go six or seven, or you've got the team that's up to one taking control and taking the reins to get just within one game of advancing and moving on. So uh, this is going to be very, very exciting. And uh, if you've never heard a League Pass radio before, uh, I'm going to be essentially providing live play-by-play radio style. Of course, I have a radio background and uh, while I do that uh, throughout this game, I'm also going to be uh, providing you some uh, advanced stats and analysis from, from what I've seen throughout this series. And also I'll talk uh, about the Western Conference Finals as well, the Nuggets and Lakers. But uh, I will be taking zero commercial breaks, so you will be hearing me throughout the, uh, the rest of this game. And uh, should be should be a heck of a lot of fun. If you've got any questions for me, you can... Uh, Send me uh, send me your thoughts over on Twitter. Uh, my hashtag is or my handle, uh, excuse me, is at Garrett Bougay. That's G A R R E T T B U G A Y. So I'll be trying to to keep track of that. And uh, uh, if you've got any comments or questions, I'll I'll try to answer those live on the broadcast. But uh, I should also mention that uh, the, any stats that you're hearing here, most of the stats are going to be coming from a website that I'm a, I subscribe to, I'm a member of, which is Cleaning the Glass. Uh, they do a great job. Uh, ben Falk runs that website. Uh, they provide some some really great statistics. So a lot of the stuff you're going to be hearing me spew uh, this evening is is from there, and also from Basketball Reference as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy this game. It should be a really good one. Technically, the uh, the Miami Heat are the quote-unquote home team in this one, but uh, uh, these playoffs, of course, being played in the Orlando bubble. So a uh, neutral site, and uh, frankly, it's it's been uh, really fun to watch it on a neutral site, especially the Game 7s we've gotten the uh, in the first round. Of course, we had the 
the Jazz and the Nuggets, which came down to the wire, came down to the very last shot of the ball game. Uh, and then Game Seven of uh, of Houston OKC in the Western Conference first round was a was a fantastic game that that came down to a uh, a James Harden block three of Lou Dort. Um, so uh, you know the this in the second round, of course, the Nuggets and Clippers went seven, and that ended up being not uh, not quite as thrilling of a finish, but still a, a pretty fun ball game to watch. So. Uh, the the level of play in this uh, in this postseason, given that these guys don't have to travel, given that there's no significant advantage of having a home crowd or even the referees being influenced by a home crowd, uh, has has led to some very very good basketball. It's been really really fun to watch. So uh, looking at uh, the the teams here, the the Celtics again. I mentioned they were the three seed. They finished the regular season with a 48-24 and 24 record. They were fourth in offensive rating, fourth in defensive rating, and second in the NBA with a positive seven net rating. So an excellent basketball team on both ends. The Miami Heat, uh, not too far behind. They were 44-29, and 29, which was good for fifth in the Eastern Conference. They were eighth on offense and ninth in defense and had a positive 3.2 net rating. But you look at that that Heat team, and of course, you know, being top ten on both ends is is uh, is not too shabby. But they've been even better in the uh, in the bubble, and in part due to some of the changes that Spolster made, moving Bam out of bio to the full time center position. Uh, typically, during the uh, prior to the shutdown, they had Bam at the four and Myers Leonard playing at the five. They've completely removed Leonard from the rotation. Bam as a center gives them so much more versatility, especially defensively, to switch a lot of actions because Bam is, is such a great athlete and, and uh, is really mobile as a, uh, as a big man. Um, and then, you know, you, you factor in Jay Crowder and Andre Iguodala. Those two guys uh, came to the heat after a, a, a trade deadline move, and uh, they didn't uh, really get settled prior to the, the league postponing the season, so they've had more time to kind of get used to the, the heat culture and and uh, and the, the playbook and all of that, and, and Crowder in particular has been excellent for this heat team starting at the four, essentially replacing Leonard in the starting lineup, but uh, he's been shooting the ball well. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've got the uh, the numbers for for Crowder. He's he's actually shot 40% from three with Miami even prior to the shutdown. I believe he played uh, about uh, eight games and then uh, shot 59% from three during the reseeding games and has been shooting 38% from downtown in the postseason. So uh, Crowder has uh, has been a, a big boost, and of course he provides solid defense and toughness as well for for Miami. But then the guard play, I think, has been a, a huge difference maker for the Heat. Not only the fact that Goran Dragic has uh, turned back the clock in a lot of respects and is playing like uh, like an all-star in these playoffs, but then you've got the improvement of Tyler Hero, who has really gone from kind of an average, you know, I think he had a decent rookie year, but nothing spectacular. Uh, and, and he has really taken a leap. In uh, ever since he got to the bubble and, and those four or five months off between the shutdown and the and the start in Orlando has has done him wonders. He's really really improved and kind of taken what you would expect 
a, a rookie a, a rookie leap, the, the kind of leap you would expect from from the rookie to second year, and he's done that. And so you know that the the Heat are getting a lot better guard play to complement the incredible forward play that they have from the likes of of Butler and and Bam Adebayo, their two All Stars. The referees for tonight's game: Scott Foster, Tony Brothers, Trey Maddox. The alternate is Sean Corbin. And uh, looking at the the series review so far in Game One, the Heat won 117 to 114 in overtime, and of course that was capped off by the incredible block from Bam Adebayo against Jason Tatum as he tried to attack the rim. Uh, and then Game Two, Miami won once again with a uh, a blitz in the third quarter. I believe they outscored the Celtics by 20 in the third quarter of Game 2 and then ended up eventually winning it 107-101. And then Game 3, the Celtics got Gordon Hayward back. Of course, he's been missing uh, since Game 1 of the first round series against Philadelphia after suffering a grade 3 sprained ankle. He came back and played 30 minutes, gave the Celtics a big boost, and Boston won Game 3 117-106. And I think Hayward was also pretty important in helping Boston deal with the heat zone. Miami, uh, you know, forcing that ball kind of towards the, the free throw line area. And the Celtics uh, had Marcus Smart there a lot of the times in the first two games. But, uh, you know, having Hayward out there to potentially take that role as a passer and a shooter has, uh, has been a, a huge boost. And uh, Hayward coming off the bench as we're about to get underway here, Miami wearing their all-black home uniforms with the white lettering and red trim. Boston wearing their all-green road unis with the white lettering and trim. So for Boston, it's Walker, Smart, Tatum, Brown, and Tice. And for Miami, it's Robinson, Adebayo, Butler, Crowder, and Dragic. As the Heat win the tip, they're going from left to right here in the opening quarter. Dragic throws it to the right elbow to Adebayo. Adebayo facing up, finds Butler on the left wing. He'll get a screen from Crowder, now switched on to by Walker. He'll back him down into the post. Fade away over the right shoulder, off the glass it in. Beautiful start for Jimmy Butler and the Heat, and they lead it 2 to nothing. Here's Kemba, throws it right wing to Smart, guarded by Robinson. Off-ball screening action up top. Now Smart drives, goes behind the back, picks up his dribble at the right elbow, does a nice up-and-under move, and puts it up with the right hand off the glass and in. So we're knotted up at two here, 11-17 to go in the opening quarter. Butler dribbling on the right wing, crosses over on Tatum, gets all the way under the basket, has the ball poked away. It looked like it went off of Butler's knee, but they're going to call it out of bounds off of Boston. Miami will retain it along the baseline with 14 on the shot clock. As Dragic will inbound it far baseline, gets it into Butler left corner. Butler guarded by Brown, throws it to the left elbow to Adebayo, guarded by Tice, handoff to Robinson. Robinson picks up his dribble, throws it cross court Crowder, inside to Bam, right of the lane, fade away along the baseline, and he hits. Bam Adebayo gives the Heat a 4-2 to two edge. Here's Kemba, throws it left wing to Smart. Smart guarded by Robinson, throws it up top to Jason Tatum. Tatum drives right, gets into the paint, snakes his dribble, tries to put up a floater, no good, fight for the rebound. Butler tips it to Dragic. Dragic into the front court, top of the key, hands it to Butler. Butler drives to the right wing, guarded by Tice. 
finds Crowder, right back to Butler, switched on to by Walker. Walker pokes it away. Butler dives on the floor, saves it. Eight on the shot clock. Here's Crowder up top to Dragic. Dragic dribbles over the right wing, switched on to by Tice, drives right into the corner, fade away, and that's an air ball. Rebound Tatum. Here's Walker, throws it left corner, smart in transition three. That one's off the backboard. No good. Rebound Crowder. Crowder hands it to Dragic, dribbles it over to the right wing. Now dribbling his right hand towards the top, gets a screen from Bam Adebayo. Steps over right of the lane, 16-footer, and hits. Daniel Tice again not willing to come out and contest that shot for Dragic, and he knocks it down in his face. Here's Walker dribbling at the logo. Dribbling with his left hand, now over to the left wing. Gets switched on to by Robinson. Throws it right wing to Brown. He crosses over, pulls up from the free throw line, and hits. Jalen Brown cuts the heat lead to two, 9.37 to go in this first quarter. Dragic, left wing, hands it off to Butler. Butler guarded by Smart, gets it to Crowder, top of the key. Guarded by Kemba. Throws it between the circles to Robinson, right side to Bam. Fake handoff with Robinson. Robinson then gets the pass, now kicks it out. Left wing, Crowder three, that one's off the heel. Rebound, Tice. Tice hands it to Walker, dribbles it up, kicks it up top to Tatum. Gets a screen, picks up his dribble, throws it cross-court, but that one's over the head of Tatum, who is stationed in the right corner. And that'll be out-of-bounds turnover for the Celtics. Heat get it back, leading 6-4, to 9.07 to go in this opening period. Here is Jimmy Butler dribbling down the left sideline into the front court. Dribbling his left hand, finds Bam, right elbow, jumper over Tice, that one's short, rebound Tatum. Tatum will dribble between the circles, throws it right wing to Kemba, onto the block to Brown. Brown facing up against Robinson, jab steps, drives left into the paint, picks up his dribble, kicks it out, Walker. Walker fakes the three, drives right of the lane, now back out to Smart, right wing, into the corner, Walker for three, and he nails it. Good drive and kick basketball there from Boston, and they take a 7-6 lead. Here's Dragic, right wing, gets a screen from Crowder, switched on to now by, uh, by Walker. Dragic now waiting a screen from Bam at the top, rejects it, finds Bam in the lane, he picks up his dribble. Hands it off to Butler, left wing, gets a screen. Butler pulls up from the free throw line and hits. So Jimmy Butler with a couple of buckets in the early going, and there's been a lot of talk about Butler needing to be a little bit more aggressive, so... As a Heat fan, I'm sure you've got to be excited about his start. Here's Walker at the logo, throws it left wing Tatum into the corner, Brown for three, that's good. Not a lot there, they just were able to, to pass it to Tatum, and then he found, uh, found Brown, and he got an open standstill jumper. Here's Dragic gets a screen from Bam, right of the lane, kicks it out to Crowder, and we've got a foul, and Dragic is holding his face. Not sure uh, what happened. I believe it was Tice that uh, may have uh, made contact. Dragic potentially uh, looking at the refs to say, hey, can you look at this? Oh, no, it was Jalen Brown that uh, was uh, digging in on Dragic as he drove into the paint and then tried to swipe the ball and, and got nothing but Dragic's face there. <laughs> Boston 10, Miami 8, 7.42 to go in the first quarter. Here's Bam Adebayo. He fakes a handoff with Robinson, and he is tripped as he headed to the basket. Good move there. You know, the Heat runs so many of those dribble handoffs 
That time, Boston a little bit uh, too aggressive trying to deny that, and Bam takes advantage and kind of splits the D. Jalen Brown tried to reach in at the at the last moment to stop the drive and, and tripped him up. And that's the second foul already on Jalen Brown. Here's Dragic, right wing to Bam, handoff to Robinson. He jumps up, fakes the shot, gets it back to Bam. Bam throws it back to Robinson. He fires the three, but that is an air ball. Rebound Brown. He drives the line to the lane, finds Tice left of the lane. He does a beautiful wraparound pass with a left-handed Tatum on the right wing, but his shot is off the mark. Rebound Dragic. Dragic will push it. Push it. Gets all the way to the hoop. No. Rebound Butler. He'll put it back up and can't get it to go, but he will draw the foul. Really fast pace here in the early going of this basketball game. So Butler, as he often does, makes a trip to the free throw line. A lot of people were concerned uh, that, you know, Butler's foul drawing was not going to be as successful in the postseason as he knocks down the first. But uh, he has remained elite in that area. He's drawing shooting fouls on 25% of his field goal attempts. Second free throw is up and good. So Butler ties the game up at 10, 7 minutes and 11 seconds to go in the opening period. Here's Walker dribbling down the left sideline. Gets a screen from Smart. Now switched on to by Robinson. He'll shake and bake. Shoots the three. No good. Rebound. Adebayo. He'll hand it to Dragic. Dragic. Between the circles. Gets a screen from Robinson. Dribbles over the right wing. Guarded by Walker. Now gets a screen from Bam. Dribbles towards the free throw line. Throws the lob to Bam. And he finishes with the right hand flush. Dragic so good when he's heading left throwing that lob. Doesn't have to pick up his dribble. Can just throw it with the one-handed pass. Here's Tatum with the ball on the left wing. Guarded by Crowder. Hands off to Brown. Brown gets a screen from Tice at the top. Now switched on to by Bam. He'll drive right. Gets into the lane. Bam with a beautiful contest and forces the miss. Here's Butler for the Heat, dribbling down the left sideline, guarded by Smart. Throws it up top to Robinson. Robinson to Bam, free throw line extended, guarded by Brown. Ten on the shot clock. Bam waiting for Dragic to come to the ball, gets trapped. Dragic finds Crowder, right wing three, and he nails it. Jay Crowder has been shooting so well from downtown, and he gives the Miami Heat a 15-10 advantage here in the first quarter. But a little 5-0 run forces the timeout from Brad Stevens. And again, a lot of it is uh, offense and creation executed by the likes of Goran Dragic. The first day, uh, a pick and roll with Bam at the free throw line, and he just threw the lob up perfectly. And then that time, Dragic and Bam run pick and roll again. They trapped Dragic. The help went towards Bam on the roll, and that freed Crowder for a wide-open Wing three on the right-hand side. Again, just mentioning Crowder's shooting in these playoffs, shooting 38% from three. And what's been really impressive is his above-the-break shooting. He's shooting 41% on uh, all threes, not in the corners. So, uh, you know, that provides even more spacing when you've got guys that are hitting those shots because then you can put even your, your weaker shooters in the corners. But uh, it, and of course, also, you know, when you're you're dealing with the above the break shots, it's a little bit further out on the floor, so a little bit harder to help in the paint and then get back out and contest. Whereas in the corner, you know, you you see sometimes where 
players are able to help and then get out and potentially block a corner three because it's just not as uh, not as far to travel. But it, it's also interesting, you know, speaking of the fact that there was three days off before this game, and I think part of the reason why they did that, one, you know, the, the game four, if it was going with the typical every other day format, game four would have played on Monday and and the NBA doesn't typically like to compete with Monday night football. I think that's probably one of the worst days rating-wise for them to air a game. So they thought, why not, uh, you know, why not put the game on Wednesday? And also because the Eastern Conference was ahead of the West, as far as, uh, you know, I think the, the East played Game 3 before the West even played Game 2 of their, of their series. So... Uh, by giving the Eastern Conference teams the three days off in between games, that sort of lines up the the conferences a little bit more, makes it so there's not a, a huge rest period for the Eastern Conference team after the series if they do advance, or with, with whoever team advances, I should say. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, which team benefits. Of course, with Miami, Goran Dragic being 35 years of age, the fact that he gets three days off, uh, has to be a big boost for him, you know, a little bit uh, older, uh, heavier legs maybe. So getting that extra time, I think, will do him a lot of good. Jimmy Butler also, there there wasn't a lot of talk about this. I didn't hear really anybody mentioning this, but he was, he looked a little ginger. He was walking gingerly, you know, looked a little banged up at the end of game three and actually came out at the very end of that with the heat still kind of, uh, you know, still somewhat in the ball game. So, uh, you know, I imagine the three days off did him some good. And then also for Boston, you know, factoring in that Gordon Hayward was out for so long and then, you know, is uh, is recovering from that ankle injury and then plays 30 minutes in his first game back. I'm guessing he was quite sore with that. And, uh, you know, him getting three days of rest probably did him a lot of good. So coming out of the timeout, it's Boston with the basketball going from right to left. Here's Kemba at the top of the key, guarded by Hero. Throws it left wing to Smart. Smart right side to Hayward, guarded by Crowder. Hayward. Left side, Walker gets a screen from Smart, now switched on to by Robinson at the top. Drives left, hands it to Smart, fakes the left wing three, drives into the paint, but Robinson does a beautiful job sneaking in from behind and getting the steal. Here is Jimmy Butler walking it into the front court for Miami. It's Butler, Robinson, Crowder, Hero, and Iguodala for the Heat. Here's Butler driving left, and we've got a foul moving screen on Iguodala as he tried to free up Butler there. Miami 15, Boston 10, 5.33 to go in this opening quarter. For the Celtics, it's Walker, Smart, Hayward, um, Robert Williams, and Jalen Brown. Here's Smart with the basketball top of the key, gets a screen from Williams. Throws it cross-court, left corner to Walker, fakes the three, drives in, pulls up from 15 and hits. Kemba Walker cuts the heat lead to three. And here is Butler with the basketball for Miami. Throws it right wing to Hero. Handoff back to Butler. He knocked Kemba down, no call. Butler back to Hero. Hero onto the block to Butler, backing down against Walker. Draws the double, finds Iguodala up top. Left wing, Hero three, that's short. Rebound, Jalen Brown. Brown walks into the timeline, finds Walker, gets a screen from Williams, takes a deep three, and it looks like he's going to draw the foul and get free throws. The shot was well off the mark.
but it, uh, it appears that Duncan Robinson made contact from behind trying to fight over that screen. You see a lot of point guards, you know, ball handlers do a pretty good job of that is uh, if you've got a guy trailing over the top of the screen trying to contest uh, and, uh, you know, keep in close proximity, you just jump and pull up as they're still moving towards you and they can't stop their momentum and, and it causes the foul. First free throw for Walker is up and in. Walker has had an interesting, an interesting playoff so far. His usage rate is actually down from about 28.5% during the regular season down to about 24.9% as uh, he knocks down the second. That could be in part due to the fact that their opponents in, uh, in Toronto and here in this series against Miami have played a lot of zone, and even Toronto played some box and one to try to take Kemba out of the game as the third free throw is up, and that one rattles out. So Miami retains a one-point lead, 15-14, 4.46 to go in the first. Here's Butler gets a screen from Iguodala. Back to Iggy on the right wing. Hand off to Robinson. He drives the line to the lane, kicks it out. Iguodala, right corner three is good. Andre Iguodala making an offensive contribution there. Hasn't played a ton of minutes in this series. Here's Smart with the basketball. Gets a screen from Williams. Driving right. Pulls up from the right elbow. Gets fouled. And uh, it, I believe he'll go to the line. The other interesting thing about uh, Kemba specifically is that uh, his uh, his shot frequency has changed quite a bit. He's not shooting as much at the rim. That's from from 26% of his shots at the rim in the regular season. That's down to 21 in the playoffs as Smart hits the first. And also his shots from three are down. 50% of his shots in the regular season were from three, and that's down to 44%. He's actually shooting a lot more from the long mid-range as Smart knocks down both. That is up from 12% of his shot attempts from the long mid-range area up to 22% in the postseason, and Kemba's actually hitting 58% of those long mid-rangers. Here's Robinson curling off the screen on the left side. His shot is well off the mark. Here's Boston, three-on-two break. Kemba drives into the paint. Eurostep finish with the left hand off the glass. And we are knotted up at 18. Here's Butler with the ball right wing, and we've got a timeout. So Walker already with nine points, three of four from the field for the Celtics. As a, yeah, he did a beautiful little, uh, it was actually not a Eurostep, it was more a step-through move in transition against the slower Duncan Robinson and able to get right past him and finish it with the right hand on the left side of the rim. But yeah, the, that's it's pretty fascinating to see Kemba you know, his shot diet changed a little bit in part just because he's been making so many of those long mid-rangers. To shoot 58% from basically 16 to 22 feet is uh, is really, really impressive. So uh, he's recognized he hasn't been shooting the three ball as well, and he's shooting better from that uh, mid long mid-range area. So he's just uh, kind of contorted his, his shot pro profile towards towards where he's uh, more effective at the moment. But uh, I'm sure if, if Boston is going to go all the way and, and win a championship this season, it's going to require Kemba at some point uh, getting hot from three and, and drawing those traps and that defensive attention that he can, that he can uh, draw from, from being such a good pull-up jump shooter. So again, this is uh, Duncan Dynasty. This is a podcast that uh, I host alongside uh, my co-host Corbin Ford. We're both uh, sports business classroom 
alumni or alumnus. Um, and uh, we, uh, we typically record an episode just about every Wednesday, and we've been doing even a little bit more than that during the postseason, uh, given there's just been so much uh, intriguing stuff to talk about. But uh, on one of these League Pass radios, not sure if it'll happen this season, but uh, I, I assure you next season, if, uh, if this pod is still going at that point, that uh, Corbin and I will try to get a... Uh, a two-person league pass radio where he can kind of act as my color commentator. We've we've talked about that. I know he's excited, but uh, we've just had some some schedule conflicts that have uh, not allowed it to happen yet. But um, Corbin will be back on the pod uh, here sooner rather than later, and of course we'll have a um, uh, might even get a guest to do a NBA Finals preview whenever that uh, matchup materializes. But uh, if you enjoy the show, uh, if you're enjoying this, hopefully you're uh, um, willing to, to subscribe and, and rate and review our show. Of course, Duncan Dynasty is on uh, iTunes and Spotify. On, it's on most uh, podcast players. Uh, so if you can give us a rating and review, five stars would be much appreciated. That, uh, uh, that can be a big help to us. And... Uh, yeah, of course, if you're hoping to get more content than just this audio content, you can follow me on Twitter. As I said, you can also ask me ask me questions throughout this uh, this episode. I'm at uh, my handle is at Garrett Bougay, G-A-R-R-E-T-T-B-U-G-A-Y. And again, you can follow me. I'm posting basketball related, NBA related content throughout the week on my Twitter account and uh Corbin Ford as well is uh, very active on uh, on Twitter. Uh, he is at Corbin C O R B A N N B A. So uh, yeah, we'd appreciate a follow. As uh, we are back from commercial, here is I believe Solomon Hill is in the game for the Miami Heat. He throws it left side to Bam. Bam and Hero run pick and roll. Hero drives right of the lane, pulls up from about 12 feet, and knocks it down. So Miami up two. Surprised to see Solomon Hill. have not seen him pretty much all playoffs. And he's put in a pretty big moment here. Here's Gordon Hayward for Boston. He runs a pick and roll with Williams. His pass on the roll is deflected by Bam out of bounds. Boston will keep it with 10 on the shot clock. Miami 20, Boston 18, 3.40 to go in this opening period. Gordon Hayward inbounding it on the near baseline, gets it into Brown. Brown fakes the shot, spins in the paint, loses it, picks it back up, finds Wanamaker right wing. Heat into a 2-3 zone here. The ball is thrown over to Kemba on the left side, and as he drove in, he was fouled, I believe, by Solomon Hill. Not really sure what the thinking is here from Eric Spolstra. Of course, he's got Derek Jones Jr. at his at his disposal as well, and uh, opting to go with Hill. Here is Hayward left side to Walker again. Heat still in this zone. Here's Brown at the top drives into the paint, kicks it out. Hayward right wing three is no good. Rebound, Bam. Bam will dribble it up himself along the left wing, guarded by Brown, hands it off to Dragic. Dragic tries to throw it back to Bam, and that had no chance, but unfortunately for Boston, Robert Williams unable to haul in the pass, and he drops it out of bounds. So the Heat will retain it on the baseline, 15 on the shot clock. 
Dragic gets it into Adebayo. Adebayo hands it back to Dragic in the left corner. Picks up his dribble, throws it up top hero, guarded by Walker. He drives light right, gets all the way to the bucket, puts the floater up off the glass and in. Beautiful shot there from Hero. Here's Walker between the circles. Right wing Brown. He'll drive left into the paint. Kicks it left corner. Gordon Hayward three. That was off from the moment it left his hands. Rebound Dragic. Dragic will push it to the left wing. Gets a screen from Bam. A beautiful pass fake, but can't finish the layup with the right hand. And here comes Boston. Three on four break. Here's Hayward. Finds Robert Williams inside. He puts it up. No. Gets his own rebound. Puts it up and in off the glass with the right hand. And he draws the foul. So Robert Williams will have an opportunity for the old-fashioned three-point play. But, uh, yeah, a, uh, you know, key, key a little back and forth there as Dragic did a beautiful pass fake, made the fake to Bam, who was rolling down the left side of the lane, and Robert Williams completely fell for it. But Dragic, uh, with his weak hand, not able to finish after the pass fake, and that leads to a two, to two points for Boston as Williams misses the free throw. Coming back down the other side, this time Dragic, bam, run, pick and roll up the middle again. But uh, Dragic going to his right, not able to convert on that alley-oop pass, and it goes out of bounds to Boston. Here's Tatum, right wing, drives to the free throw line, kicks it left corner to Brown. Brown hands it off to Tatum, left wing three, that one's short. Rebound out of Bio. He'll get it to Dragic, who dribbles down the left sideline. Guarded by Wanamaker. Gets a screen from Bam. Driving right. Gets right of the lane. Picks up his dribble. Throws it out. Iguodala left wing three. That one's well off the mark. Rebound Hayward. Hayward with the ball. Throws it to Wanamaker. Wanamaker gets a screen from Williams. Gets it to Hayward. Spins into the paint. Kicks it out to Williams. He bobbles the pass. Then finds Tatum. Tatum with a step-back jumper, and he's going to be called for an offensive foul as he pushed off with the off-arm. Something he's done pretty frequently in these playoffs, and uh, I can't say that he's gotten away with too many of these. He's not exactly subtle. So Miami will get it back, 143 on this first quarter game clock. Miami leading it 22-20. Dragic gets the ball left corner. Has the ball poked away, and it goes out of bounds. Wanamaker with active hands there. Heat will retain it. 15 on the shot clock, 134 on the game clock. As Iguodala on the far sideline gets it to Dragic. Dragic will just step into a three at the top of the key. That one's in and out. Rebound Tatum. Tatum will... Get into the front court, dribbling over the left wing, finds Brown in the corner. He jab steps, drives into the paint, fadeaway over the right shoulder. No, but Dragic got him on the arm. So Jalen Brown will go to the line to try to tie this game up. Not a good foul from Dragic, as that was going to be a very difficult shot. A shot that Brown can hit, but uh, you just got to live with the results if you're Dragic. Yes, he absolutely got him on the, uh, the right forearm there, as Brown misses the first. It's Hero, Dragic, Hill, Iguodala, and Bam for Miami. For Boston, it's Brown, Tatum, Hayward, Wanamaker, and, and Robert Williams. As Brown knocks down the second free throw to make it a one-point game. 
Here is Dragic between the circles, throws it right side, Hero gets a screen from Bam going left, now snakes the dribble, gets right of the lane, beautiful move to find Bam under the hoop and he gets fouled, but uh, Hero kind of uh, hesitated in the air, able to um, you know, just hang long enough to finally find that passing lane where he threw kind of a right hand wraparound to Bam under the bucket. And uh, Adebayo will go to the line for two. First one for Adebayo is up and in. Bam has uh, made significant strides at the free throw line in these playoffs. After shooting just 69.2% during the regular season, he's up to 82.1% here in the playoffs. So uh, really a market improvement. And considering that uh, he does uh, get to the line quite a bit, something that has uh, really helped the Heat offense. Second free throw is up and in as well. So Miami leading at 24-21 as we approach a minute to go in this opening quarter. Miami showing a little bit of a 2-2-1 press here to kind of slow the Celtics offense down. Here is Hayward right wing, finds Robert Williams at the free throw line, back to Hayward, now gets a screen. Hayward throws into the corner to Wanamaker. Cross-court Tatum, drives left, gets into the paint, floater over Bam, no. Robert Williams is there for the putback on the right side off the glass. Robert Williams, a terrific athlete, able to, to make some hay there with the putback. Here's Hero, left wing, guarded by Tatum, gets a screen from Bam going right. Beautiful crossover move, gets into the paint, kicks it out to Iguodala, who was wide open but didn't think about the shot. Drives in the paint, finds Bam on the right block. Bam dribbles it back out up top to Crowder. Four on the shot clock, Crowder deep, three off the back of the rim, no good. That's why Iguodala passing up that three is a problem. You're probably not going to get a better look than that, and they certainly didn't with a contested deep three from Crowder coming uh, near the end of the shot clock. Ten on the game clock here, Tatum dribbling it out at the logo. Dribbling with left hand, guarded by Crowder. Now it's a screen from Watermaker. Tatum, sidestep three from the left side, nearly banked it in. And that will end the opening quarter with the score. Miami 24, Boston 23. And what has been a fun first quarter so far. We've seen a little bit of that zone that Miami has been pretty effective with throughout this series and what teams in general have been effective with against Boston. Now, the Celtics did do a better job against the zone in that game three, I think in part due to Hayward's presence, uh, but also just, you know, being a little bit more aggressive. But what Spolstra's doing, especially, you know, towards the end of quarters when, when guys might be a little more fatigued, uh, showing that 2-2-1 full court press, uh, you know, the press not really a, uh, you know, that press not really designed to get a turnover. It's just more designed to make sure that Boston can't just sprint the ball down the floor and start their possession with 18 or 20 seconds on the shot clock. Instead, you know, because you've got to be a little bit cautious against that press, you're getting it into the half court, and now you're starting your, your offense with 12 or 14 on the shot clock. And, and against that zone, that makes a big difference. So the other series in still ongoing in the NBA playoffs, of course, is the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers. And that series is now 2-1. to one. The Lakers lead it after a Game 3 win for Denver, 114-106, where the Nuggets largely dominated. Denver won all three of the, uh, the opening quarters, and then the Lakers had a, a crazy comeback, but uh, ended up coming up short. 
but uh, that Denver team has been absolutely, uh, absolutely phenomenal, especially the likes of, uh, of Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. I'll talk more about that series uh, at halftime, but game four of, uh, of that series, which is another big one like this one is tonight, uh, will be tomorrow. Very much looking forward to that. That one's at 9 p.m. Eastern, and it's technically a home game for the Nuggets. Again, if you have any questions or uh, things, uh, subjects, topics you want me to discuss uh, on tonight's episode of League Pass Radio, feel free to uh, tweet at me at Garrett Bouguet. I'll be uh, trying to refresh uh, refresh the the feed as the night goes on. But I'll uh, take a look at the first quarter stats here. The Boston Celtics shooting 8 of 20 from the field for 40%, just 2 of 9 from downtown. That's been something that's been kind of a barometer for them throughout these playoffs is they shoot well from 3, they've typically won, and if they shoot poorly, they typically lose. Boston also 5 of 8 from the free throw line. They are uh, winning the rebounding battle 13 to 12. They've got 4 assists. Three turnovers in that first half. Leading the way for the Celtics, Kemba Walker with nine points on three of four from the field. And uh, also six points from Jalen Brown on two of three shooting as we're back from commercial. And the Celtics with the basketball to start the second quarter going from right to left. Wanamaker up top to Hayward. Gets a screen from Williams going left now. Throws it cross court Wanamaker. He drives into the paint. Tries to find Tatum in the left corner, but Crowder got his hand on the pass. It'll be out of bounds to Boston with 10 on the shot clock. Wanamaker will inbound it kind of in the in the deep corner there. Tough place to, to inbound it. Wanamaker gets it to Williams. It goes right through his hands, but fortunately gets it to, finds Tatum. Tatum drives, throws into the corner. Wanamaker, he drives baseline, but he's going to be called for a palming violation. Uh, he doesn't like the call. You rarely see that called in, the, in today's game. But uh, nonetheless, it's a turnover. That's the fourth turnover on the Celtics, and Miami will get it back. Oh, and apparently Gordon Hayward had, uh, I believe it was his fourth child. So congratulations to him and uh, his wife. Bam, with the basketball on the left side, guarded by Williams, throws it up top to Butler. Butler gets a screen, drives left, tries to find the pocket pass to Bam, but Robert Williams read it, kicks it up to Wanamaker, who finishes with the right hand off the glass. Beautiful play from Robert Williams anticipating where Butler was going with that. Here's Butler, right wing, throws it to Bam, top of the key, guarded by Williams, hands it off to Hero. Hero gets a screen, pulls up from the right elbow and hits. Again, that action where they can get the uh, dribble handoff with the Celtics center defending. Oftentimes that, uh, that defender, whether it's Tice or Williams, does not want to get up and contest that shot. As here's a turnover for Boston Tatum with a lazy pass. And uh, Dragic takes advantage and goes all the way coast to coast and finishes with the right hand. Hayward came from behind and tried to block it, but it's called a goaltend. So Miami now leads at 28-25, 10.46 to go in this first half. Again, Miami showing a little bit of a 2-2-1 two, two, 
full court press, and then goes back into their 2-3 zone. Here's Tatum with a basketball. Goes behind the back, gets to the free throw line, kicks it out. Wanamaker right wing, left side, Hayward three. That's good. Big shot from Hayward. Again, the Celtics' offense does not look very good against the zone here, does not look very comfortable as they have oftentimes in these playoffs, but Hayward that time hitting a difficult shot. Here's Butler, drives left, gets all the way to the bucket. No, gets his own rebound, kicks it out. Hero fakes the three, gets Tatum to fly by, and then drills it. Tyler Hero with such great patience along that uh, left corner there and knocks down the triple. Here's Wanamaker, right wing to Tatum. Again, still this 2-3 zone. Tatum finds Hayward, free throw line, into the corner to Ojale. Ojale up top, Tatum. Left wing Wanamaker, drives baseline, and is going to be called for an offensive foul as he uh, knocked over Goran Dragic. I think a decent call there as Dragic able to read that drive, get his body in front, and a little bit of a lowering of the shoulder there from Wanamaker. So that's the sixth Celtics turnover here. They've had a couple to start this second quarter. Here's Dragic with the ball, guarded by Wanamaker, throws it right wing to Butler. Butler drives baseline, gnashes under the rim, finds Crowder left corner. That one's offline, rebound Ojale. Ojale will dribble it, throws it left wing to Wanamaker. Wanamaker gets a staggered screen, throws it right side. Smart crosses over to the line, to the lane. His layup is short. Rebound Butler. Smart is behind on the play. It's five on four for the Heat. Butler finds Bam rolling to the rim. He had a wide open layup, threw it to Crowder. He bobbled it, then picked it back up. Then he kicks it out to Hero, and they'll reset. Ten on the shot clock. Hero, top of the key, gets a screen from Bam. Smart with a beautiful defensive play, poking it away. But Hero somehow comes back up with it, and he finds himself wide open at the free throw line, and he hits the 15-footer. Brad Stevens calls timeout here as he sees his team fall down five. And Miami, uh, after what seemed like a... Uh, Bad decision from Bam, you know, passing up an open layup ends up, uh, they still end up getting two on that trip. You know, I mentioned earlier Bam with the 82.1% uh, free throw shooting, which is up nearly 13% from his regular season numbers. He's also shooting a heck of a lot better from the long mid-range. He shot 25% from the 16 to 22 foot area during the regular season, that's up to 43% in the playoffs. And that is, a, that is a pretty vital stat because, of course, again, Miami likes to run a lot of those dribble handoffs. So the fact that Bam is a threat and you can't just kind of lay off him makes a big difference. Because, yeah, if, uh, you know, 43% um, from mid-range, you know, not the most efficient shot in the world, but something where you can't just completely leave the guy wide open, you know, that that would be a losing defensive strategy. Whereas uh, at the 25% that he was in the regular season, you know, you, you can basically say fire as many of those up as you want. But speaking of, you know, improved shooting, that's kind of been the story for the Heat in these uh, in the bubble of course, I mentioned Crowder earlier, Bam shooting better from the line and from mid-range. And then even Jimmy Butler, after having a horrendous season shooting the three, he is 11 of 23 from the uh, from downtown in the postseason. 
So, uh, you know, he's shooting the ball with a little bit more confidence, even if he's not shooting it uh, with volume. He's, he's still being very selective with those. But, yeah, you know, they, they've gotten improved shooting across the board, and, and that was one of the concerns, you know, playing the likes of Butler and Bam Adebayo. You know, you're playing Crowder. You're playing Iguodala at times. Uh, there, there was a legitimate question mark whether this Heat team had enough outside shooting to truly compete uh, when, uh, you know, you got to this stage of the postseason. But given the improvements of all those guys, uh, they, they certainly have had, enough, had, uh, have had plenty of shooting. I mentioned the the Celtics uh, first quarter stats uh, for for Miami currently they're shooting 46.2% from the field 13 of 27 just 3 of 11 from downtown they're 4 of 4 from the line they have just 3 turnovers 8 assists of course that's something Miami I think does a really good job of is uh, they've got 8 assists on their 13 made field goals uh, they just uh, play a, a really beautiful offensive system with a lot of ball and man movement, those dribble handoffs, the pick and rolls, the um, you know the off-ball actions for the likes of Robinson and Hero. Uh, they, they occasionally will go to an isolation with Butler if all of that breaks down. They, they can kind of attack you in a, a variety of ways, which has made them so tough to stop and a reason why they are... 10 and 2 in the postseason thus far. Leading the way for uh, Miami is Tyler Hero. He has continued to be fantastic. He's got 11 points on 5 of 6 from the field. And the most consecutive games with 10 plus points by a rookie in playoff history. Hero continuing to climb up that list. I believe he's now fourth with 10 straight. Here's Jalen Brown in the right corner again. Miami going to the zone. Brown tries to find Tice under the basket. It looked like it went off him, and Tice reacted, started to turn around and, and go the other way. Dragic can't believe the call. And I think it was off of Tice. Again, typically I think you got to rely on the reactions of the players. It absolutely is off Tice. So Boston getting a break there, and uh, be surprised. You know, there's a chance Spolster might challenge this, although uh, it looks like the refs are now talking it over. But you got to wonder if uh, a simple possession change is worth it to, to uh, use your challenge. Yeah, it's not even close. It's off of Tice, but the, the referee that made the call, I believe it was Tony Brothers, was along the sideline. Actually, no, they did change it. They, they got it correct, so Miami has the basketball going from left to right. Here's Dragic left wing up top to Bam, handoff back to Dragic. Top of the key, finds Butler curling on the left side. He throws it to Crowder, right corner three. That's off the mark. Rebound Tice. Tice gets it to, Bra or to Tatum, left side to Smart. Right wing Wanamaker. It's Wanamaker, Tatum, Smart, Tyson, Brown for the Celtics. So they're attacking this 2-3 zone. Tatum finds Wanamaker right side. He'll drive into the paint, bumps off Hero, and puts a right-hand floater off the glass and in. Beautiful move there, aggressive move from Wanamaker. Here is Tyler Hero. He gets under the basket, finds Butler right corner three. That's off the mark. Rebound Brown. Miami 33, Boston 30 as we approach eight minutes to go in this first half. Tatum drives into the paint with the left hand, throws the lob to Tice on the roll, and he flushes it home with two hands. 
That's a way to attack the uh, zone defense is to just get it up and and uh, you know get into your offense really quickly. And that time the Celtics running a pick and roll action before Miami's zone defense was fully set. And here we're going to get a timeout from Eric Spolster with 7.53 to go in this second quarter with Miami clinging to a 33-32 advantage. Beautiful play from Jason Tatum. One of the big improvements that he's had in these playoffs is his passing. He is up from uh, his assist percentage, which is the amount of t the amount of buckets that you assist on from your team uh, in the uh, in the in the flow of play. It's up from 14.4 percent in the regular season. He's got that up to 19.9 percent in the playoffs. He's gotten a lot better with his passing, and that has taken him to another level. Of course, Tatum. Had that great run after the All-Star break prior to the shutdown where he was, uh, you know, playing at a, a first-team or second-team All-NBA level uh, as a scorer. And, you know, once you get that uh, reputation, teams start to give you a little bit more attention. And, uh, you know, now he is starting to take advantage of, of defenses over helping and uh, making his teammates better. So Tatum really doing a good job of becoming an all-around player here but that's another thing that I think you know Tyler Hero that's his big improvement in these playoffs you know it was surprising to see looking at his numbers you know his usage rate isn't really up uh, in the in the playoffs from his regular season numbers his his shooting percentages aren't up drastically in in any area but the big thing for Hero again uh, like Tatum is the assist percentage uh, Hero was at 12.8 in the 12.8% assist percentage in the regular season. That's up to 20% now in the playoffs. And uh, in terms of percentile for his position, that's from basically going from the 18th percentile, which is, you know, pretty poor, to the 60th percentile, which is above average. So to go from a basically a bad passer to an above average passer, that is the big leap for Hero. He's also, you know, taking more efficient shots. He's taking 11% less shots in the mid-range, uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, the, the least efficient shot in basketball, of course, in, in 2020. And he's, uh, he's shooting more at the rim, 4% up at the rim, and then 7% more of his attempts coming from downtown. So a hero, better passing, a more efficient shot profile, two of the, the main reasons why we've seen him go from being Again, kind of an average rookie to a real difference maker for this Heat team in the playoffs. Outside of Heroes 11, Bam and Butler both with six for Miami. Dragic with four on just two of six from the field. But uh, Bam, you know, already with five rebounds and two assists as well, two of three from the field. And we have yet to see Kelly Olynyk. So you know, we we saw Solomon Hill play three minutes in that in that first quarter. I'm wondering if that is sort of a substitution for Kelly Olynyk. We'll see if uh, if Olynyk plays at all in this game. But interesting move from Spolstra. Solomon Hill didn't post really any stats other than two fouls, but he was a plus three in his three minutes of play. As we're back from commercial here. We're looking at the digital fans. I'm not sure who, who exactly we're looking at, but.
And here's Miami with the basketball. Jimmy Butler, right wing, drives past Smart, finds Iguodala under the hoop, not looking to shoot, gets it back to Butler. He lays it up and in on the left side, off the glass with the right hand, and he gets it to go. Iguodala, that's the second time in this game where uh, he's had the ball in a, uh, in a scoring position. The first time he was wide open for three and passed it up. This time he was under the basket, seemingly could shoot it, uh, but instead was patient, found Butler, and this time it works out for Miami as Butler converts and completes the old-school three-point play. Miami 36, Boston 32, 7.38 to go in the second quarter. Smart up top to Wanamaker. Back to Smart on the right wing. Hands off to Wanamaker, drives to the right elbow, kicks it out to Tatum on the right wing. Back to Wanamaker. Wanamaker up top to Tatum. Five on the shot clock, guarded by Crowder. Tatum drives left, kicks into the corner. Brown faking his three. Step back, puts it up over Butler. No good. Fight for the rebound. Tice grabs it, kicks it out to Smart. He'll fire the top of the key three and drill it. Marcus Smart with a second chance opportunity, and he gets the Celtics back within one. So he approached seven minutes ago in this opening half. Butler on the right wing, guarded by Wanamaker. Now he goes to the block. Now steps back, puts up a 17-footer. That is woefully short. And here is Tatum with the basketball left wing. Tatum up top to Wanamaker, right back to Tatum, guarded by Hero. He'll sidestep left wing three. That one's short as well. Fight for the rebound. Butler hit the ball off of Tatum's foot. It goes out of bounds, and Heat will get it. Miami 36, Boston 35, 6.45 to go in the second. Again, Boston, I would say, overall has has really struggled to get good shots against this heat zone, reminiscent of, uh, of games one and two of this series, especially that third quarter of game two. Here's Butler right wing, switched on to by Walker, now getting a screen from Iguodala going left. Stops at the line, kicks it out. Iguodala, top of the key, three, that one rattles out. Rebound, Brown. Brown dribbles over to the right wing, crosses over, gets to the line to lane, now kicks it out left side and no one's home. Smart tries to save it, but he's too late. And that'll be another turnover for the Celtics. So, uh, you know, I, I mentioned maybe Kelly Olynyk is out of the rotation, and that seems to be exactly Spolstra's plan and why we saw Solomon Hill is he's trying to play some of these lineups with, with no center on the floor. Right now it's Hero, Butler, Iguodala, Crowder, and Robinson. Here is Butler on the left side, curling off his screen, pulls up from the free throw line, no good. Rebound Tatum. He throws it right wing, smart pull-up three, no Tice taps the rebound to himself, has the ball poked away by Iguodala, and here is Robinson. He finds Hero in transition, left wing three, no good. Rebound Brown. Brown will hand it to Walker. Walker will jog it up into the front court, top of the key, guarded by Hero. Dribbles right, hands it off to Brown. Brown to the line, the lane kick gets inside, but has his pass deflected, picked up by Crowder. Two on one for Miami. As Hero drives in, tries to put the layup up, no, but he draws the foul. I'm not sure about this call. I think, uh, you know, Marcus Smart is signaling they should challenge this, and I would be surprised if Stevens doesn't. Because uh, Hero just kind of jumped straight into Marcus Smart. Smart had his arms up. He wasn't jumping towards Hero. Um, and Hero kind of just loses the ball as he went up. I would be very surprised if uh, if Boston challenges this if it's not uh, if it's not successful. And apparently, they are choosing not to challenge as Hero hits the first. Yeah, I gotta say that is a poor call. That should not have been a foul on Marcus Smart. 
He jumps straight up. Hero jumps into him. Smart does bring down his right arm, but he doesn't appear to make any contact as Hero knocks down both. So Miami leading it 38-35. Boston with possession. Kemba on the right wing up top to Hayward. Hayward back to Kemba on the right side. He'll drive right towards the baseline, kicks it back out. Hayward, 10 on the shot clock. Finds Jalen Brown, right elbow jumper, no good. Rebound Hero. Hero will push it for the Heat. Dribbles over to the left wing. Thought about a deep three. Tries to find Crowder on the roll with a pass stolen by Smart. Three on three for the Celtics. Smart finds Brown. Right wing to Walker. That three is an air ball. Hayward there, but he misses the putback. Point blank shot for Hayward, but he can't get it to go. Here's Butler right wing. Throws into the corner to Iguodala. Hand off to Hero. Hero up top to Robinson. Free throw line extended to Iguodala. Iguodala hand off Hero. Jump shot from 18, no good. Rebound, Tice. Tice will get it to Smart, dribbling down the left sideline. Up top to Walker. Walker gets a screen. Pull up three is good. That's the kind of quick uh, quick offense that Celtics need to do to try to get into that zone defense before it can fully get set. Here's Iguodala, right side to Robinson. Iguodala back from Robinson, right side to Butler. He drives baseline, maintains his dribble. Now throws it left wing, Crowder. Crowder dribbles over to the right. Now back to Butler on the left wing. Drives in on Tice, bodies him up. Step back jumper from 12 and hits. Jimmy Butler creating that separation with the physical contact. Here's Walker with the ball. Gets a screen from Tice, drives right, and draws the blocking foul on Iguodala. Walker holding his left arm, I believe. Butler getting away with a little bit of a push-off there on that last uh, that last jumper against Tice. Tice raised his hands up in the air saying, you know, where's the call? Of course, you want to see consistency as Tatum got called for one earlier uh, push-off. Hayward will inbound it for Boston. He'll get it into Tice. It's Walker, Hayward, Tice, Smart, and Brown for the Celtics. Here's Smart dribbling right. Step back from 20 feet. That one's well short. Rebound. Hero, three on three for Miami. He'll dribble over to the right wing. Now finds Robinson top of the key. Fakes the shot back to Hero on the right side. Guarded by Smart. And we've got an offensive foul off the ball as Bam Adebayo trying to set a screen for Robinson. And he's called for an illegal pick. Game five of the series will be on Friday night at 8.30 Eastern. We'll either have a 2-2 series or Miami will be up 3-1. Walker with the basketball, dribbling with his right hand at the top. Finds Hayward curling on the left side, gets into the paint, puts it up off the glass. Nobody draws the foul. I believe the foul is going to be on Duncan Robinson. Hayward, of course, after such an extended absence, you... Uh, can't expect him to be his usual self, but he did provide solid minutes for them off the bench. As uh, Looking at the scoring margin from this series, incredibly tight. Boston with 370 points and Miami with 369 as Hayward hits the first free throw. But uh, after his extended absence with the ankle injury, he decided that uh, he wasn't going to leave the bubble again for the birth of his child. And, uh, of course, if he did, he would be gone again and, and likely miss the rest of this series. 
So uh, for, for the Celtics and their fans, I think they're happy that he chose to stay, and I think he felt he owed it to the team after missing such an extended period. Here's Drago to the basketball, gets a screen from Bam, finds Bam on the pocket pass. Bam, Bam is called for a travel. Good call there. It looked like uh, he didn't know what to do. There was a lot of traffic in the paint, and uh, he, he took a couple of steps before he put the ball on the floor. So Boston gets it back. Here's Walker with the basketball on the left wing. Miami's still in that 2-3 zone. Walker throws it right wing to Brown. Free throw line to Smart. Touch pass out to Walker. Left wing three. That one's off the heel. Rebound. Hero. Hero will push the basketball. He's between the circles. Now crosses over. Gets to the free throw line. A beautiful pass to Bam inside. Tice, not sure what he was doing on that possession as he just kind of lost Bam. And Bam able to get the easy flush. Three minutes to go in this opening half. Miami leading it 42-40. to Here's Smart with the basketball. Throws it right wing Walker. Walker fakes the three. Kick, gets into the paint. Kicks it out. Left wing Marcus Smart triple. No good. Rebound Hero. Hero throws it left side. Bam. He'll get into the paint. Kicks it out. Iguodala in the corner. Iggy behind the back. Pass to Bam on the left block. Guarded by Tice. Bam looking over the defense. Now kicks it out to Hero on the left wing. Hero gets a screen going left. Puts up a running one-legger off the glass. Beautiful, like Steve Nash-style one-legged jumper. And he gets it to go. Hero now with 15 on 6 of 9 from the field. Here's Smart with a basketball left wing. Throws the lob to Brown under the rim, and he gets it to go. Beautiful pass there as they were able to take advantage of the zone defense. Miami leading at 44-42 here. Here's Dragic with a basketball right wing. Drives left now, pulls up from three, gets it to go, plus the foul. It was one of those where, again, it looked like uh, he took advantage of the fact that the defender was trying to get over the screen. I think that time it was Hayward. And, yes, he went up into his shot, and Hayward, uh, you know, had a little bit of a forearm on him. So Dragic with a chance at a four-point play. And Hayward also took a, a shot to the jaw there. So it gets called for a foul and uh, might have a bruise later as well as it uh, looks like we've got a timeout on the floor with the Heat leading it 47-42, to 159 to go in the second quarter. Boston just 19 points in this period. Again, a lot of that has to do with the zone defense of the Heat. Uh, the, the times that Boston has been successful, it seems like they've been able to push the ball in transition get into their offense quickly and, and be aggressive getting a shot up. Uh, but uh, when they, uh, you know, when Miami using that uh, 2 2 one full court press has been able to slow them down and force them into the half court with a limited shot clock, the Celtics have, have not had a lot of answers. Jason Tatum so far in the game, a big surprise, zero points on 0 of 6 shooting, 0 for 4 from 3. He does have 6 rebounds and 3 assists, but uh, also has 3 turnovers. So a big part of the Celtics' struggles has been the, uh, the the struggles of their star, Jason Tatum. Also, Marcus Smart shooting just 2 of 7 and 1 of 4 from 3. But Miami continuing to get great production from their rookie, Tyler Hero, who has 15 points. Hero also a really good defensive rebounder for his position. He's uh, he's actually in the 100th percentile in defensive rebounding 
percentage for guards. As a maybe here we've actually got this is this might be the the challenge by Boston as they're uh, taking a look at that. I I think that's a foul on uh, on Hayward. It looks like the call has uh, has been upheld. ESPN showing the graphic of Tatum with a goose egg so far. I think they've shown that already four times. So Dragic with a chance to put Miami up six here. Stevens doesn't like the, uh, the fact that his challenge was unsuccessful as Dragic knocks in the free throw. Ball inbounded to Kemba Walker again. Heat showing this 2-2-1 zone. Walker drives up, kicks into the right corner to Hayward, back to Walker, hands it off to Tatum. Tatum dribbles his left towards the top, throws it right wing Hayward. Hayward gets a screen, guarded by Crowder up top to Tatum. Tatum gets a screen, drives left, kicks it. Hayward fakes the pass to the corner, takes the three, no good. Kemba tips it to nobody. It's going to be picked up by Hero. He'll drive in, puts it up. No, he gets it blocked, and it'll be out of bounds to Miami. Kemba had a perfect opportunity to just grab that offensive rebound, but instead he tipped it, and uh, he tipped it into the backcourt, and Hero, closest guy to the ball, able to scamper down and get it. Butler inbounding it on the far baseline, gets it into Bam, into the left corner, back to Butler, finds Bam on the roll, he throws it right corner, Hero fakes the three, now finds Crowder on the right wing, his three riddle ran, uh, um, rattles in and out. Here's Hayward with the ball, left wing up top to Brown, gets a screen from Tice. Now he snakes it, crosses over, gets into the paint. Beautiful shot fake, but he's going to be called for the offensive foul. Or excuse me, he's going to be called for traveling. As he got Bam out of the way, but maybe shuffled his feet there. So Miami will get it back with a strong second quarter here. Here is Dragic, left wing up top to Bam, back to Dragic. He'll get a screen from Bam going left. He'll put up a floater off the glass. No, Bam with the offensive rebound. His putback is good. A right-hand jump hook over Tice. And the Heat lead it now 50-42 to 42 as we hit a minute to go in this first half. Here's Walker with the basketball. Gets a screen from Tice. Throws it left wing to Brown. He drives into the paint. Beautiful contest from Adebayo, but he, he, uh, Brown is able to physically overpower him and put it up and in. So Miami now leading it 50-44. to 44. Brown now with 10 points. Here's Dragic with the basketball. Gets a screen from here. Now switched on to by Walker. Dragic gets a screen from Bam. Going to his right. Right of the lane. Finds Butler. Cutting along the baseline. His 8-foot jumper. No good. Fight for the rebound. Off a couple of people's legs. Finally picked up by Tatum. 26 seconds on the game clock. About a 6 or 7 second differential here. And we've got a foul off the ball. As it looks like Tice and Crowder got tangled up. Tice set a screen and then just continued to run towards the rim. It looked like Crowder maybe grabbed him a little bit too. I think it's going to be a foul on Crowder. So Boston will keep it here. Tatum on the far sideline gets it into Walker. Walker at the NBA logo, 18 on the game clock, guarded by Crowder. Walker crossing over, 6 on the shot clock. Guarded by Crowder. Here's Walker. 
Isolating, hesitates, tries to get past Crowder, can't. His finish is off the backboard, no good. Rebound, Bam. He's got two on the game clock. Bam's going to have to take a deep three, and that's an air ball. Not the shot Miami would have liked to have gotten there at the end, but at halftime, it's the Miami Heat 50, the Boston Celtics 44. So far, Bam has had an excellent first half. He uh, finishes the half with 10 points, 7 rebounds, a couple of assists. And uh, he has been a presence at the rim as well. 4 of 6 shooting for him. Butler with 11 points, 4 of 10 from the field, 3 of 3 from the line. And he also has another 5 rebounds. Goran Dragic, 8 points on 3 of 8 shooting. Uh, does have uh, 3 assists and a steal as well. And uh, the key player for for Miami, Tyler Hero in his 18 minutes, 6 of 10 from the field, 1 of 3 from downtown, 2 of 2 from the line, 6 rebounds and assist, and a massive 15 points for the Miami Heat, who again lead by 6. For Boston, again, the big story, Jason Tatum scoreless at the half, 0 of 6 from the field, 0 of 4 from 3, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, a couple of blocks for Tatum, but uh, also with 3 turnovers. Kemba Walker being very aggressive. He's got 12 points on 4 of 8 shooting, 2 of 5 from 3. Two assists for Walker as well. Jalen Brown at 10 points on 4 of 7 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. He's got six boards. Uh, but uh, Tatum and Brown combining for seven turnovers. Brown committing four himself. Marcus Smart has struggled. 2 of 7, 1 of 4 from 3. He does have uh, four assists, though. And then off the bench for Boston, Gordon Hayward, he's got five points, just one of five from the field, two rebounds. Robert Williams, he's uh, two of four, three rebounds, an assist and a steal for him. And then Brad Wanamaker in his nine minutes, he's two of two from the field for his four points. So really the big issue, you know, for I think for, for Boston all playoffs long is, you know, you've got these four scorers in the likes of of Tatum, Walker, Brown, and Hayward. And uh, for a lot of the, the playoffs, they've had only three. But you've got to have, uh, you know, especially when they're fully healthy here, they they got to hope to have three guys that can have a big night, especially given that, you know, Marcus Smart has been averaging 20 points a game this series. You need at least three guys to have uh, have productive offensive showings. And so far, it's really just Walker and Brown that have, have really been successful on the offensive end attacking this heat zone. And for Tatum, you know, it's a lot of some very difficult shots. He's not as, uh, you know, I, I heard this on the, the Dunked On podcast, but they're, they're saying too that, you know, since he's become kind of a star, he hasn't been as comfortable taking those catch-and-shoot threes that he was very good at as a rookie and even uh, last year as well. Uh, but uh, against this zone, he's got to be a little bit more comfortable just uh, going off the ball and, and being ready and, and willing to, to catch and shoot when the opportunity arises. A lot of these shot attempts are driving into a thicket of defenders or step-back contested threes. Uh, especially when you're struggling, you, you, you need to develop a rhythm. you got to just you know, get all the way to the basket, get to the free throw line. He also hasn't attempted a free throw, which doesn't help. Or, you know, 
um, let some of your other teammates who have it going, who, who uh, you know, have, have got a rhythm, help you. You know, let the likes of Kemba Walker and Jalen Brown create an opening and, and get you some open looks. Uh, but so far, a rough night for uh, for Jason Tatum. Halftime stats, Celtics 16 of 40 from the field for 41%, 5 of 19 from the three-point line, 7 of 10 from the charity stripe. The Celtics leading the, the rebounding battle, 26 to 22. Boston also uh, leading in assists. They've got 12 assists on their 16 made baskets, whereas Miami has 10 of... 10 assists on their 19. Boston as a team with two steals, two blocks, 11 turnovers. That's another issue. Too many turnovers, especially from the likes of, of Tatum and Brown. Um, you know, they, they've got to clean that up. Nine personal fouls. The only guy uh, in real trouble uh, with three is Marcus Smart. But uh, Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward both with two personals. For Miami... They shot 43.2%, 19 of 45 from the field, just 4 of 17 from downtown. That, uh, you know, that's a concerning thing if you're the Boston Celtics is the Heat have really struggled mightily. I mean, both teams have struggled mightily from downtown, but the fact that the Celtics are losing and Miami has not hit, uh, they're shooting 25% from the three-point line is, is not a great sign. 8 of 8 from the, the charity stripe for the Heat. And uh, they've got four steals, zero blocks, and, and they've played a cleaner game in terms of limiting turnovers. They've got, they had just six in that opening half. As far as foul trouble, Duncan Robinson has uh, committed three fouls in his 12 minutes. And then also off the bench, Solomon Hill and Andre Iguodala have two apiece. So I mentioned earlier that uh, during halftime I was going to talk about this Lakers-Nuggets series. And, uh, you know, I I, um, I have a few hot takes. The, the, the first one is that uh, I think Denver has a legitimate shot to win this series. Um, the, the way they've looked in the last couple of games and the way they've looked in these playoffs, they've gotten better and better as these series have gone on. And, and frankly... You know, during the bubble with, uh, you know, teams maybe not being in as great of a shape as you would expect teams to be in at this stage of a season if you had played, uh, you know, for the seven or eight consecutive months that a typical season has, and this being near the end, uh, the teams like Denver, teams like Miami that run offenses that are very motion-heavy, um, forces the defense to make a lot of rotations, make them move and follow guys all over the floor. You know, those teams have had a decent amount of success. And I think part of the reason Denver has has been better and has been able to make these crazy 3-1 series comebacks on back-to-back -back occasions is that, the, you know, they just wear their opponents out a little bit. And you saw that the Lakers were visibly gassed at the end of that game three they really got thoroughly outplayed. I thought they, they for the most part, got outplayed in Game 2, uh, but they just hit some crazy shots down the stretch, and Denver didn't get the kind of production from their role players that you would typically expect. Um, but in Game 3, they got a great performance from Jeremy Grant. They got good production from Monte Morris at, uh, at backup point guard. 
Um, you know, if a couple of those guys, the the likes of of Grant, Morris, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Millsap, um, you know, your uh, the the likes of um, Tory Craig, you know, if if they can get just a couple of those guys to step up and have a good offensive game. I think this Nuggets offense is just really difficult to stop. And I haven't seen the Lakers uh, really put together a, uh, you know, a good stretch of half-court defense that has really stopped the Nuggets when Jokic and Murray are on the floor. Frankly, those two guys, and, and here's uh, the hot take that I, uh, I mentioned on Twitter that I was going to, to, uh, to mention here on this, on this broadcast, is that Jokic and Murray is uh, arguably the greatest pick-and-roll combination in the history of the NBA. Those two guys are absolutely terrific offensive players, both of them. They're both incredibly versatile offensive players as well. You know, of course, we've seen it for years with Jokic, but, um, you know, his ability to to post up and score against... uh, you know, really a, a variety of different guys. He can score with a um, with a size advantage, kind of just shooting over the top. He can score with kind of just taking advantage of of guys' uh, eagerness to get a block or a steal, and and just uh, you know use his fundamentals to and use his footwork to create an opening. And he's also a little bit quicker now since, you know, the, the joke that he's skinny Jokic. He lost a lot of weight since the start or since the, uh, um, since, you know, the, the shutdown back in March. So he's a little bit quicker. So he's got a little bit more of a face-up game that if you get out on him, he can, he can beat you off the dribble. And we saw that a few times against Dwight Howard where Dwight was so worried about the three that Jokic was able to beat him off the dribble. But, uh, you know, Jokic also with that ability in the short roll as the greatest passing big of all time, if you, you know, show too many guys on him to stop him rolling to the rim, uh, he can pick you apart. If you, if your help is a little bit late and you're just trying to stop his shot right at the bucket, he's got that beautiful one-legged floater that he can hit against you. And, uh, you know, especially the way he's shooting over 40% from three, he's also been so effective as a pick-and-pop player. So when that when that screen happens, you don't know if Jokic is going to hard roll, short roll, or pop. And, and that versatility makes it really difficult to stop, especially when you factor in what Murray is doing in these playoffs, shooting 48% from downtown, uh, and his ability to, to shoot going off the dribble in either direction, uh, oftentimes forces your defense to come up and, and trap him, and that opens that short roll to Jokic, which, again, you know, you, you talk about how great those Warriors offenses were with the likes of Steph Curry and Draymond Green in those pick-and-rolls. I mean, Jokic is a lot more terrifying as the short roller against a four-on-three uh, than, than Draymond Green is because Jokic, again, such a better offensive player, not only as a passer, but as a finisher. Uh, so if you kind of, uh, you know, play him one-on-one or, you know, stay out on shooters, Jokic is going to score most of the time. Um, so, uh, the you know, the way Murray is playing and, and also, you know, when, when teams have switched with the Lakers, I think uh, in large part have resorted to switching in this series because defending it traditionally is just untenable against these two guys. That's how good they've been. 
Um, but when you switch, Murray, with his isolation ability, you know, if it's Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee, uh, he can just shake and bake those guys and, and get to that step-back jumper or drive past him. And, and uh, you know, he added about 10 pounds of muscle, so he's better uh, you know, he not only has, I think, a quicker burst, but he's better at finishing through contact at the rim. Uh, so there's not a lot of good answers. And then if you say, for instance, the Lakers do have a guy in Anthony Davis that um, can can guard both Jokic and Murray somewhat successfully, uh, they can, again, if he's guarding Jokic to start the possession, they can set the screen, get a smaller guy, whoever was guarding Murray, onto Jokic, and then they can post Jokic up. And then, you know, if you send a double, Jokic's passing kills you. If you don't, uh, he's going to, you know, just back the guy under the rim and finish. So, yeah, this this pick-and-roll duo, the, especially if what we're seeing from Murray and Jokic in these playoffs is real, is what they are going forward, I mean, it's, it's, it's unstoppable. There, there's, uh, there's nothing you can do as a defense other than hope and pray, and uh, yeah, you can send, uh, you can send extra guys and and try and force those Denver role players to hit shots, and that might be the best strategy. But you know, if you're giving NBA players quality players uh, wide open threes, if that's your best defense. Uh, I mean, I think Denver is going to do reasonably well on the offensive end of the floor for the rest of this series. Now, the Lakers did show a zone defense look in in, in what was a big part of their comeback at the, uh, uh, at the start of the fourth quarter in Game 3, so it'll be interesting to see how that, uh, how that goes and if the Lakers go back to that. But, uh, you know, that's the other challenge, you know, you... As the Lakers, you're losing that game. You, um, you know, you throw in this strategy uh, to try to get back in the game, but you still lose it. Now Mike Malone has had the opportunity to look at what the Lakers did, look at that zone, and get his team prepared to attack it. And frankly, I think with Jokic and Murray, they've got the pieces to attack a zone uh, if the Lakers go back to it. So. Uh, I, I am fascinated to see the rest of the series, but I think Denver has a legitimate shot to take this and, and potentially go all the way. I mean, that's how good these guys have been. And, and with their size and, and their defensive intensity seemingly improving game by game, uh, you know, they have uh, they've made things somewhat difficult on the Lakers. And, and uh, you know, they've, they've somewhat taken away the basket at times, especially in the half court from, from James and Davis and force those other guys to hit shots. And, uh, you know, I, I think I might trust the Denver role players to hit their outside shots more than I do the Lakers guys, especially if it's Rondo and Caruso playing heavy minutes for L.A. As we're, uh, we're about ready to get started with, with the third quarter of this ballgame. Again, the score, Miami 50, Boston 44. The Celtics get it to start the third quarter. Again, Miami in that 2-2-1 zone to start the period. Boston going from left to right in the quarter. Marcus Smart up at top, throws it left wing to Tice. Tice 
throws it to a cutting smart, kicks it out to Tatum. Tatum drives into the paint, runs over Bam, and he's going to be called for an offensive foul. Tatum suggesting that uh, the defender from behind pushed him, which uh, forced him into the contact. But again, it didn't seem like Tatum was really going anywhere, kind of just forcing the action at this point, which is uh, a bit concerning. Here is uh, Bam Adebayo dribbling between the circles, hands it off to Robinson. He fakes the three, gets the handoff back, fakes it again. They're going to run three straight dribble handoffs at the top. Now Robinson finds Dragic right wing three. That's off the mark. Good uh, effort by Jalen Brown to continuously force Robinson to pass the basketball. As here's Walker, pulls up from 18 on the right side, no good. Rebound Crowder. He'll get it to Butler, who jogs it down the right side. To the right wing, up top to Robinson, back to Butler. Butler guarded by Brown, now will drive past him, gets to the hoop, puts it up with the right hand off the glass and in. Jimmy Butler gives the Heat a 52-44 edge as we're just over a minute into this third period. Here's Smart with the basketball left side to Tatum. Again, Heat in the 2-3 zone. Tatum finds it. Free throw line to, to Tice. Back out to Smart. Smart gets a screen. He'll fire a top of the key. Three, no good. Rebound by Adebayo. He'll get it to Butler. Butler to the right wing. Backing down on Walker. Cross mash in transition. He'll hand it off to Robinson. Back to Butler. Top of the key. Guarded by Tice. Thought about the three. Now will dribble to the free throw line. Picks up his dribble, finds Crowder, left wing up top, Dragic. Dragic gets a screen from Crowder going left, spins into the paint, scoop shot, no good. Rebound, Smart, beautiful move, but he couldn't finish it. Here's Smart with the basketball, pushing it for Boston, kicks it out, left wing to Brown, back top, up top to Smart. Hands off to Tatum. Tatum picks up his dribble, into the corner to Smart. Smart now posting up Tatum on the block against Crowder, 10 on the shot clock. Tatum now facing up, spins, gets into the paint, puts it up off the heel, no good. Tice is there for the putback. And he gets it to go. Tice had a mismatch with Butler inside, able to push Butler under the rim and, and get the two. Here is Bam, crosses over on Tice, gets to the bucket, and he's going to draw the foul. Bam has had more uh, ball handling responsibility in this game than I've seen for, for most of the series and the playoffs. Of course, he's always been doing those dribble handoff actions at the elbows, but uh, we've seen him on numerous occasions uh, kind of isolating and attacking from the wing. As here is an inbound pass from Butler on the far sideline. Gets it into Robinson who found some space under the rim, but Brown able to recover and reject it out of bounds. Yeah, Brown must have just lost Robinson. Ball inbounded to Bam Adebayo, right corner, hands off to Butler. Nine on the shot clock. Butter, Butler drives baseline, kicks it left corner. Dragic, left wing, Robinson, deep three. That one rattles in and out. Fight for the rebound, and we've got a foul on Jason Tatum as Bam Adebayo hustling inside, getting rebounding position. Miami 52, Boston 46, 9.36 to go in this third period. Yeah, that shot from Robinson, halfway down. Butler gets it to Crowder, back to Butler. Crowder, right elbow, finds Bam Adebayo. Back to Crowder, top of the key. Dribbles left, hands off to Robinson, to Bam. Bam, handoff Robinson, takes a three at the top of the key. Nobody draws the foul. And it looks like it's Kemba Walker who raises his hand, and uh, he seems... Resigned to the fact that he did commit the personal. And that's a big foul. That's three free throws for Robinson, a guy that really hasn't gotten it going. The Celtics have done a pretty good job in terms of, of uh, denying that action. 
But Robinson at the line knocks down the first. That was just uh, Kemba's first personal foul as uh, Robinson knocks down the second free throw. Robinson with one more. And again, these were, this were, these were his first points of the ball game. He was 0 for 4 prior to this, and he knocks down all three, as you would expect from such an elite shooter. So Miami's lead has ballooned to nine here. Again, the Heat showing that 2-2-1 press. Ball thrown into the left corner. Marcus Smart, three. No good. Rebound, Crowder. Celtics continue to struggle mightily against this 2-3 Heat zone. Here's Butler right wing up top to Dragic. Dragic gets a screen from Bam going left. Tries to throw the pocket pass, but Tice kicks out his left foot and... Uh, Gets the kicking violation. Tice is so good at that. I've seen him do that about five or six times in these playoffs. Whenever he notices that pocket pass is open, he just sticks out his foot and, and stops it from happening. Here's Dragic. Throws it up top to Bam. Ten on the shot clock. Guarded by Tice. Bam drives right. Hands it off to Butler. Butler rejects the screen. Going baseline. Kicks it to Crowder. Left wing to Dragic for three. And he nails it. Miami with a great run to start the third. And they lead it 58-46. to 46. Here's Walker with the basketball. Gets a screen from Tice. Splits the trap at the top and puts it up and in. He was able to split those two defenders in that top of the zone. And he gets the floater to go. Here's Butler right wing. Kemba now with 14. Butler driving left. Gets into the paint. Puts the shot up. No good. But Kemba fouled him. And Walker, for Walker, that's his second foul in about a minute's time. That baseline drive from Butler that, that eventually led to a Dragic three that was nearly stolen in the corner as it was Kemba that uh, tried to, to uh, react to that pass from Butler and nearly got it, but Crowder able to, to grab it and, and find, uh, find Dragic on the swing swing. As the first free throw is up and in from Butler, and he knocks down both. So Miami up 60-48, to 8.25 to go in this third quarter. Here's Walker, gets a screen from Tice at the top, throws it right wing, Tatum, back up top, Walker. Walker, guarded by Butler, gets a screen from Tice, pulls up from three, that one's short. Tice got his hand on it, but can't collect. Rebound Robinson. He'll get it to Crowder. Crowder hands it off to Dragic. Dragic at the top of the key, throws it inside, left block to Butler, who's got Kemba on him, and Butler just lowers his shoulder through Kemba and is rightfully called for the offensive foul. I never understand that when you've got such a size advantage. Just shoot over the top. You don't have to, you know, push the guy over. As we're seeing some highlights of Jamal Murray hitting about a 30-footer from last night's game. Here's Tatum. Drives right. Kicks it right corner. Brown three. That's no good. Rebound. Bam. That was a good look, though. And good action there, setting a screen, getting Tatum going right, and then forcing that defender to help off the corner or give up the drive. And they got a wide-open three out of it, just couldn't convert. Here's Butler on the block, kicks it left wing. Crowder three, no good. But Robinson comes flying out of nowhere for the offensive rebound. He hits Crowder, no. 
Butler able to tip it back out. Now Dragic with another attempt from three. Off the heel, no. Butler, another offensive rebound. Turnaround jumper, no good. Fight for the rebound and bam, tips it out. But uh, Miami getting, I believe that was four attempts on that possession. Unable to convert. Boston able to survive there. As here's Walker with the basketball, gets a screen from Tice at the top, gets to the free throw line, kicks it left corner, Smart. Smart drives, goes a beautiful behind the back, finds Tice under the hoop, and he lays it up and in with a right hand on the right side. Good attack there from Smart. Here's Crowder with the basketball, drives right past Walker, but blows the layup. Tried to finish with the right hand on the left side. Here's Boston in transition. Tatum gets a left wing three. It's good. A big 5-0 run for the Celtics to get themselves back within seven. And here is Bam Adebayo. Looks like the Heat are going to call timeout. And Tatum is on the board with his first points of the ball game. A big shot for three. And it uh, came right after a, a, a wide-open blown layup by Crowder where maybe he was going just a bit too fast and uh, shot the ball over the rim, really. But... Uh, that was a key stretch there. Miami was up 12. They had the possession where they got four shot attempts, and uh, I would say three of them were great looks from three. Uh, can't get any of those shots to go. Boston comes down. Smart makes a nice play to get the ball to Tice. And then on the ensuing transition opportunity, Jay Crowder drives, really blows past Kemba Walker, gets an open layup, misses it. And that leads to a Jason Tatum transition three on the other end. So a huge stretch there uh, that uh, has gotten Boston back into this game. Again, the Celtics trailing by seven with uh, 641 to go in the third. Again, this is Duncan Dynasty, and I am your host, Garrett Bougay. I do this pod just about uh, every Wednesday. This is a live episode. I, I, lay, I title these League Pass Radio, but uh, with my radio background, I give you live radio play-by-play -play throughout the contest, and I will be with you here throughout the commercial breaks, and uh, we'll be bringing you some uh, advanced uh, analytics as well, advanced stats for you and some some analysis. Uh, I was just talking at halftime about that Denver LA series and uh, how I think Denver has a legitimate shot of winning that series. I initially picked Los Angeles in six. If I had to re-pick it now, I would probably say Lakers in seven. But uh, you know, I genuinely think Denver has a uh, forty to forty-five percent chance of winning this series based on how they've looked the last couple of games. It's oftentimes hard to it's hard to judge a team based on that game one, especially coming off a seven-game series, a seven-game battle that the Nuggets had with the Clippers. You know, you, uh, you've you got the mental and physical fatigue from that series, and, uh, you know, you've, you've spent seven games figuring out one specific matchup, and then you've got a whole new set of uh, a whole new coach, a whole new roster, a whole new play set to deal with. So uh, that game one, certainly not uh, one of Denver's better games. But since then, I think if, if you had to say over the course of games two and three who I, thought were the, who I thought was the better team, it certainly has been the Nuggets. But given that they're down 2-1, uh, again, even though they've been down 3-1 in their past couple of series and, and have come back, 
just for the fact that they're down 2-1 and Davis hit that buzzer beater in game two, uh, you've got to still say the Lakers are the favorites at this point. But I think it's about as close of a toss-up as you could uh, you could or as uh, as I could predict, given that it's not a tied series at the moment. And again, I guess in a game seven, you've got to uh, you know the the Nuggets do have the advantage of not um, you know despite being the lower seed, they will not be at a uh, you know disadvantage of being on the road. As out of the timeout, Miami with the basketball going from right to left in this third quarter. Ball inbounded to Butler. Butler gets a screen from Bam, gets trapped, throws it to Bam at the free throw line. 14-foot jumper over Smart, and he hits. Good patience from Butler there as uh, he got the trap, and Bam wasn't open initially, but uh, able to continue and maintain his dribble and then found Bam at the free throw line for the jumper. Here Smart gets into the paint, kicks it out. Jason Tatum, right wing three, he knocks it down. Those are the kind of shots I was talking about. Tatum's got to be comfortable and aggressive getting those catch-and-shoot opportunities and uh, making the Heat team pay for playing that zone. So Miami up 62-56 here. Here's Dragic with the basketball on the right wing. Gets a screen from Bam going right. Drives baseline. Step back jumper. He hits. And that's a tough one for a lefty stepping back to his right on that uh, on that right baseline. Really, really good stuff. Or excuse me, I should say on that far baseline. Here's Smart up top to Tatum. Into the corner to, to right corner to Walker. Pocket pass to Brown. Looks like he might have gotten hit on the arm at the ball. Uh, stripped by Crowder, goes out of bounds. The Celtics will keep it on the baseline with nine on the shot clock. Smart with the play to Tatum there, getting into the teeth of the defense and then passing it across his body. Really good play as uh, the uh, ESPN was running a replay, so I didn't see that last uh, make for the Celtics, but they uh, they got two, so it's Miami 64, Boston 58. Apparently it was Jalen Brown with the bucket. Here is Adebayo on the right elbow, guarded by Tice, dribbles left, hands off to Hero. Hero now right lane, beautiful pass with the left hand to Bam on the roll, and he tries to reverse it but draws the foul, can't get it to go. But that's another illustration of Tyler Hero's improvement as a passer. As of that time, looking like he was going to go up for a little bit of a floater and then found Bam on the roll at the last second. So Adebayo at the line for two. He gets the first to go, 65-58. Speaking of that last Goran Dragic jumper, that step back uh, in the long mid-range, that's been something that's been massively improved for him in the playoffs. He's shooting 52.52% from the short mid-range and that makes up 27% of his shot attempts as the free throw, the second free throw is off from Bam. But uh, really impressive. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more of that in the next break. But uh, here's Smart with the ball on the right in the right corner. Throws it cross court to Hayward. Hayward now in the left corner, guarded by Robinson. Sweeps through, drives right, finds Jalen Brown, left corner three. That's no good. Rebound out of bio. He'll find Tyler Hero. Hero now at the Heat logo on the left side. Guarded by Smart. Now looking for Butler curling off a screen from Bam. Now we'll get another screen driving right. 
Pulls up along the baseline, can't get it to go, and we've got another loose ball foul. This time, I believe it's going to be on Hayward. And again, Bam drawing another foul, fighting for those offensive rebounds, and the Heat are in the bonus, so Bam will go to the line. But uh, yeah, speaking to Dragic, shooting 52% from short mid-range, and that's 27% of his shot attempts. Just to talk about the improvement, he shot 36% from that area during the regular season, and it only was 19% of his shot attempts. He's also uh, improved his above-the-break three-point shooting as Bam hits the first free throw. Dragic hitting 42% on non-corner threes, and that is up from 36% from the regular season. So those couple of areas, the the above-the-break threes and the short mid-range, keys to why Dragic has improved and is playing at an all-star level in these playoffs, whereas he was kind of a, a solid bench guy for them during the regular season. And I, honestly, you know, him him uh, being a starter as well, getting more consistent minutes, knowing what his role is uh, night to night might also be helping with his consistency as well. As uh, the, the free throws are good from Bam, Boston rushes it down, and Jalen Brown gets a wide-open left corner three, and he nails it. So Miami up 67-61, 420 to go in the third. Here's Butler with the basketball. Gets a screen from Bam, drives to the free throw line, kicks it out. Robinson fakes the three, sidesteps Brown. Bam gets it inside, fakes the handoff, back inside to, to Butler, who kicks it out to Robinson. Robinson back to Butler. He'll fire the three as the shot clock expires, and he gets it to go. A huge shot from Jimmy Butler. Actually, it looks like it's going to be a two as he had his foot on the line. But really a uh, solid defensive possession from the Celtics, but Butler just hit a big shot. Here's Tatum with the basketball right wing. Gets a screen from Williams. Throws it left side, Butler, or or, excuse me, Hayward. Gets into the corner to Smart. He drives to the free throw line. Kicks it out. Hayward, top of the key, three, and he hits. Boston has been much better driving into the paint in this second half to create those open threes. Here's Hero with the ball on the right wing. Guarded by Tatum, Hero finds Bam at the top. Bam hands off to Robinson. Robinson gets a look for three. No good. He knew it was off. He charges in for the rebound, but Hayward comes up with it. Hayward gets into the paint. Beautiful spin move and pulls up from 14 and hits. A little reverse pivot there, and he hit the the, uh, fall away. And the Celtics have cut the heat lead to three. Here's Butler with the ball. Right wing extended, gets a screen from Bam, and we've got another foul. That's going to be a problem for Boston, as again, Miami in the bonus. So Bam will go back to the line for two more. Hayward with a beautiful crossover on Hero, then gets into him, reverse pivot, turns over the left shoulder and hits. That is classic Gordon Hayward right there, as we've got a timeout. So Boston, after putting up just 21 points in the second quarter, they've already got 22 in the third, and we've got about three minutes left to go in the period. So their offense has been much better. Tatum, of course, has gotten on the board. He's got six. Uh, Gordon Hayward has uh, has helped out. Uh, I believe he's hit two of two in this second half. And also Marcus Smart, despite the fact that he's not shooting the ball well, I think especially... 
in this uh, in this third quarter, he's done a very good job of getting into the paint and drawing that defense. Of course, that's the vulnerability of the 2-3 zone, is getting it right in the middle. That collapses the defense, and he's found shooters. Smart now up to nine assists. So Smart working as that playmaker role, not as much operating in terms of just running off the ball and catching it at the free throw line, but he's oftentimes with the dribble getting to that free throw line area and uh, that has been that has been really effective. It'll be interesting to see, you know, of course Boston has had great success all playoffs long attacking man-to-man defense. It'll be interesting to see if Spolstra keeps this zone keeps with this zone defense if Boston continues to have success or if at some point he reverts back to man-to-man. Um, just to mix things up a little bit. But uh, the way Boston is attacking offensively in this quarter uh, is uh, has been a positive and, and has shown signs that, you know, maybe they've figured this out a little bit. They certainly have had to have had plenty of talks about this, given that they've seen more zone defense than I think any team has seen in, in, a, in playoff history. Uh, the zone for, for years and years was, was not used really at all in the NBA. And uh, it has definitely become more popularized as uh, you've got coaches like Nick Nurse and uh, Rick Carlisle, these guys that uh, um, you know are willing to take risks, willing to try things. And uh, they've shown that uh, if used correctly and uh, um, you know, you've got intelligent, high IQ basketball players on the floor, that uh, the zone can be effective. But you also had to figure that at some point, given the talent level, the the collective basketball IQ of the Celtics team, and and the fact that Gordon Hayward is now back, which gives them just another uh, shooter and playmaker, that the Celtics eventually had to figure this this zone defense out. So Boston up to 43.9% from the field, 25 of 57, 9 of 28 from 3, 32.1%, and then 7 of 10 from the free throw line. Again, Miami has uh, has the edges they do oftentimes against their opponents getting to the line. The, the Heat have uh, 17 free throw attempts, and they've made 16 of the 17. So not only doing a better job getting there, but also making more. Um, which has uh, really been a, a big difference in the ball game so far. Again, with the Heat leading by by three, sixty-nine to sixty-six. Gordon Theodore Hayward is the uh, the new child that the uh, Gordon and his wife welcomed into the world. As uh, the first free throw from Bam is good, but I'm sure it's a dip, was a difficult decision and, and tough for him not to be there right now. But that's the the reality of playing in the bubble, especially at this time. You know, I know Hayward's uh, career goals of winning a championship, being at this stage, is uh, pretty high up on the the priority list. So he's had to make tough decisions as a lot of people have here. As here's the Celtics with the basketball. Tatum gets a wide-open free-throw line jumper. Can't get it to go. Rebound, though, by Robert Williams. Smart throws in the right corner to Brown. Brown drives left, and it looks like it's going to be a foul on Crowder as, as uh, Jay Crowder reached in to try to get the steal. 
So again, Boston down four, 236 to go in this third quarter. Again, uh, you know, Celtics getting good looks. That was a great look for Tatum that he just missed. Here is Hayward with the basketball, throws it. Short corner to Jason Tatum on the right side, and he nails the jumper. About a 14-footer, and the Celtics cut the heat lead to two. 2.20 to go in this third quarter. Here's Hero with the basketball for Miami, guarded by Brown, awaiting a screen from Bam. Hero gets it, goes right, pulls up from three, and hits. Tyler Hero has been so clutch all postseason long, and he hits a big shot there as Boston seemed to have a little bit of momentum on their side. Here's Smart with the basketball, top of the key. Again, Heat still in this 2-3 zone. Smart finds Tatum at the free throw line. He picks up his dribble, finds Smart. At the top of the key, his three rattles out. Another great look, though, created by this Boston zone offense. Here's Bam with the basketball on the right wing, up top to Hayward. Hayward dribbles over the right, now guarded by Smart. Gets a screen from Bam going right. Fakes the three into the corner to Iguodala. Up top to Hero. Seven on the shot clock. Hero gets a screen from Bam going left. Left of the lane, gets under the hoop, finds Iguodala. Right corner, three. That one's no good. Fight for the rebound. Brown picks it up. Here's Smart. Smart pushes it, kicks it out. Gordon Hayward, right wing, fakes the three, drives into the paint, finds Smart under the basket. He'll gnash it, then find Tatum in the right corner. Crowded by Jay Crowder. He'll drive left, gets all the way to the bucket, lays it up and in, plus the foul. So Jason Tatum has gotten going here in the third quarter, right when the Celtics needed it. And he has cut the heat lead to three and has an opportunity at the free throw line to make it a two-point game. Again, Crowder... Really digging in hard there, but that's another thing against the 2-3. Attacking from the corners as well off the dribble, uh, it's it's really tough for those two guys at the top to help on a corner drive without just conceding a wide-open three at the top. The Celtics have done better in terms of recognizing that and, and attacking from there as Tatum hits the free throw, and it's Miami 73, Boston 71 as we approach the one-minute mark of the third stanza. Here is Hero with the basketball. He'll drive left, guarded by Kemba. Beautiful Euro step into the paint and puts it up and in with the right hand. As Robert Williams came over late but not able to uh, alter the shot. Hero now with 20 points. Here's Tatum with the basketball. Top of the key, guarded by Crowder. He'll drive left, puts it up, gets it to go, plus the foul. As I couldn't tell there, but it looked like potentially Miami was going back into man-to-man. And that time, Tatum just isolated against Crowder, drove left, got his got the contact, and finished. So again, with a player as good as Jason Tatum, and I think that's the growth and maturity of of a young player like Tatum, where you know you can have a massive struggle in the first half, but uh, you know maintain that confidence and continue to to play hard and and uh, be aggressive, and, and he has knotted this game up at uh, at 75. Or excuse me, no, it's 75-74 Miami with a one-point edge. Here's Hero with the basketball, throws it cross-court to Dragic. Dragic drives right into the paint, puts it up with the right hand on the left side and gets it to go. Miami leading at 77-74 now. 25 seconds on the game clock, about a six-second differential. Here's Tatum with the ball at the top of the key, dribbling at the NBA logo. Guarded by Iguodala. 
16 on the game clock, 10 on the shot clock. Gets a screen from Walker. Now Tatum switched on to by Crowder. Throws it left wing Walker. Fakes the three, drives into the paint. Kicks it back out, Tatum left side. Fakes the three, pulls up from 18 and hits. Jason Tatum is absolutely on fire here. Five seconds on the game clock. Ball thrown into Dragic, right sideline. Gets all the way to the hoop, puts it up. Tatum with the block. Jason Tatum dominating the third quarter and getting the Celtics right back into the ball game as Boston outscores Miami 32-27 to in the period. And Jason Tatum, after having zero points at halftime, now with 16 on 6 of 14 from the field, 2 of 6 from downtown, and 2 of 2 from the line. So with one brilliant quarter, Jason Tatum has turned his game from being an absolutely atrocious performance to, uh, you know, pretty solid. And, and Boston right back in it. And, and even, again, I think at the very end there, forced Miami back into the man-to-man defense. And, and that is not a great sign because, again, I think this Boston Celtics offense has been so good attacking the man-to-man with, with the likes of Tatum and Kemba Walker. They've got two guys that are, are really good against traditional coverages. And they've got shooters, especially now with Hayward out there on the floor. So uh, Boston in decent position after it looking a little bit precarious at the start of the uh, at the you know a couple minutes into the third quarter. Again, I think a huge stretch in this ball game was where Miami was up 60 to 48. Uh, I believe it was about halfway through the the third quarter, and the Heat had five shot attempts or four I believe it was four shot attempts, three wide open threes, and then a Butler fadeaway. And uh, couldn't get any of them to go. The Celtics score on the other end. Then Crowder gets a wide open layup, misses that, and it led to a, a Celtic three. And, and that was Tatum as well. So, you know, that stretch, that stretch where the Heat were up 12 and had some great opportunities to extend it to 14 or even 15 and weren't able to, and then all of a sudden it was a seven-point game. You know, those are kind of the swings. Those are the moments that, um, you know, can, can impact who wins and loses. Now, not to say Miami is out of this. They're, they're up one heading into the fourth quarter, so they're still in a decent position. And I would say if you had to ask Eric Spolstra up 2-1 in the series, would he take a one-point lead going to the final period in game four? I'm sure he would he would happily take that. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a battle here, and the Celtics, you know, with uh, obviously don't want to go down 3-1, are going to be playing with their, uh, you know, their season kind of on the line here, although Denver has shown that 3-1 deficits aren't, uh, you know, impossible to overcome, of course, but uh, certainly it would be a, a tough task given how well the Heat have played in these playoffs. So Boston up to 46% from the field, 29 of 63 overall, 9 of 29 from downtown, 9 of 12 from the charity stripe. Rebounding battle goes to Boston with a 36-32 edge. They're also leading the assist battle, 20 to 14. Uh, Boston with 12 turnovers overall, but just one in that third period. So again, speaking to their um, better play against that zone. They had 11 turnovers in that first half. They played a lot cleaner quarter there, just one turnover. And uh, that helped them certainly get back into the ball ballgame. Um, and uh, Miami shooting 
27 of 66 from the field, 6 of 26 from 3, 17 of 19 from the free throw line. And uh, they have just seven turnovers. As far as foul trouble, it looks like Jason Tatum has four. Smart, Brown, and Hayward all have three for the Celtics. And for Miami, it's Jay Crowder with four, Robinson with three, and Hill and Iguodala both with two. So Miami's starting this period with the basketball going from right to left. Here's Bam hands it off to Hero. It's Hero, Dragic, Bam, Robinson, and Iguodala for Miami. Here's Hero in the right corner. To the wing to Robinson, top of the key to Bam. Bam hands it off Hero. His three is good. Tyler Hero continues to light it up, and he gives Miami an 80-76 to 76 edge just 30 seconds into this period. It's Hayward, Wanamaker, Walker, Tice, and Tatum for the Celtics. Tatum drives in, heat back into the zone, and Tatum throws it away. Dragic pushing it for Miami. He finds Hero, left corner three. That one's off the front of the rim, no good. Celtics dodge a bullet there. Here's Hayward with a basketball left wing. Gets a screen from Tice. Picks up his dribble. Guarded by Bam. He throws it to the free throw line to Tatum. He drives left. A beautiful seal by Tice to prevent the uh, help defense from coming over, and Tatum gets all the way to the rim, finishes with the right hand on the left side. Here's Hero with the basketball, dribbling left, gets to the free throw line, pulls up from there over, Ke over Kemba Walker, and it rattles around and falls in. Miami 82, Boston 78. Hero with all five for Miami here in the fourth. Here's Hayward with the basketball, throws it left, left corner to Wanamaker, dribbles up, finds Tice, free throw line jumper. He makes a beautiful pass to Hayward, who is fouled by Robinson under the hoop. Tice looked like he was going to shoot it, but Hayward from the left corner cut in, and Tice saw him at the last second, and a beautiful little pass. Hayward not able to finish, but he will go to the line for two free throws. So uh, Spolster, I guess, answered my question as they are back, uh, the Heat are back in the zone here to start the final period as Hayward hits the first. Second one for Gordon is good as well. Miami 82, Boston 80, 10, 28 to go in the ballgame. Here's Hero with the basketball, dribbling down the right sideline. Throws it left side to Dragic. Dragic dribbling with his right hand towards the top of the key. Now gets a screen from Iguodala going left. Pocket pass to Iggy at the free throw line. Dribbles over the right, finds Duncan Robinson. Robinson pressured by Tatum. Dribbles into the paint, finds Bam short corner on the left side. He dribbles right, pulls up a fadeaway over Hayward. That one's short. Rebound Tatum. Here comes Boston. Tatum dribbling with his left hand, gets a screen from Tice. Drives left of the lane, has the ball poked away, but he's fouled. Tatum wants free throws. I doubt he's going to get it. It didn't appear he was in the shooting motion. He had gathered, but uh, there was no way really of knowing if he was shooting or passing at that point. As Jimmy Butler checking in for Duncan Robinson for Miami. Robinson now with four fouls. Here is Gordon Hayward on the right side for Boston. Again, attacking this 2-3 zone. Hayward tries to find Tatum at the free throw line, but Butler got his fingertips to it. Iguodala comes out with it and finds Butler in transition, who dunks it home with two hands. Big turnover there for the Celtics. Leads to a run out for Miami. Here's Wanamaker up top to Walker. Right wing to Tatum. 
Tatum back up top, Walker. Walker to the free throw line, has the ball. The ball was kicked by Butler that time. It'll be out of bounds to Boston. But I mentioned part of the reason the Celtics had such a successful third quarter was that they played a clean quarter. They didn't turn it over against that zone. And so far in the fourth, they've already had a couple of miscues. And that last one leading to a Butler transition flush. Boston with the basketball. Here is a three from Kemba on the left wing, and he gets it to go. Huge shot from Kemba Walker. And the lead now for Miami is one. Walker now with 17. Here's Butler with the basketball. At the top of the key, gets a screen from Iguodala going right. Now on the right wing, switched on to by Tice. Drives left of the free throw line. Now throws it left wing to Dragic. Dragic switched on to by Tice now. At the top, five on the shot clock. Dragic drives to the left, puts it up. No, fight for the rebound. Hayward tips it to Kemba. Kemba now with a five on four. Kemba drives into the paint, kicks it out to Brown, left corner. Brown, beautiful bounce pass to Tice under the rim, and he flushes it home, and the Celtics have taken the lead, 85-84. First lead for Boston since it was 25-24. Boston playing excellent basketball that time. I knew with a five on four transition break that uh, at some point a player was going to be open. And uh, Brown does a really good job of dribbling to the free throw line. He kind of looked off Hero, who then went to the perimeter, and Tice was under the rim with no one around, and he gets the two. So again, Miami after really you know winning the first two quarters, Miami won quarter number one, 24-23, and then won quarter number two, 26-21. It's really been a game of two halves. Boston doing a much better job against the zone, doing a much better job taking care of the ball, being aggressive, you know, um, not only with driving and uh, drawing help in that zone, but uh, being aggressive, taking the open shots, uh, put up a 32-point third quarter, won that quarter by five. And then so far in the fourth, the Celtics have won it 9-7 to seven to, uh, to take that one-point edge. From an individual perspective, Jason Tatum leading the way for Boston. He's got 18 on 7 of 15 shooting. Kemba Walker with 17 on 6 of 12 from the field, 3 of 7 from downtown. Hit a big 3 just a moment ago. And then Marcus Smart, despite uh, you know a horrendous shooting night, he's 2 for 10, 1 of 7 from 3. He does have the 10 assists. He has been very good at being a playmaker against that zone. Jalen Brown with 15 on 6 of 12 from the field. But this is what I was talking about as well, uh, getting at least three guys going offensively, and now they've got Tatum, Walker, and Brown all playing well, which has helped uh, them have a much more productive offensive second half. Hayward also up to 12 points off the bench. He's 3 of 7 from the field, 2 of 5 from downtown, and 4 for 4 from the line. For Miami, Tyler Hero continues to lead the way. He's got 25 points, 5 rebounds, a couple of dimes. He's 10 of 15 from the field, 3 of 6 from downtown. Jimmy Butler leading the way amongst the starters. He's got 19 on 7 of 15 shooting, 5 of 5 from the free throw line. He's got 7 rebounds as well. Bam Adebayo with 16 on 5 of 8 and also 6 of 8 from the free throw line. 9 rebounds, 3 assists for Bam as well. Goran Dragic, he's got 15 points, but on just 6 of 16 shooting, 2 of 5 from 3, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 steals for uh, for Goran as well. 
And uh, Iguodala, after barely playing in the last game, I think in part, uh, you know, he, he's up to 19 minutes in this one. And, and a big part of that is that Spolstra has decided to go with no backup center. He even played Solomon Hill a little bit in the first half. I think he's decided to go with uh, with just Iguodala um, and, and Hero as his bench guys, really playing essentially a seven-man rotation here. You know, Bam already at 30, uh, 32 minutes, Butler at 30, Crowder 31, Dragic 30. The only starter that uh, hasn't hit the 30-minute threshold is Duncan Robinson, and a big part of that is because he's been in foul trouble all night. So we're back from commercial here. As again, Boston playing pretty good basketball, attacking that zone. And uh, at what point does, does Spolstra go back and rely on his man defense if Boston continues to, to attack and, and be successful here? As Miami has the ball out of the timeout. Here's Bam on the right wing, hands it off. Butler, he takes an aggressive three. That one's short. Bam with another rebound and put back. Bam Adebayo has attacked the offensive glass and done really well, not only getting a couple of putbacks, but drawing some fouls. Here is Kemba Walker, throws it, right elbow extended to Tice, but he tries to throw a cross-court pass, and it's stolen by Butler. Butler drives left, Euro steps into the paint, and he's hit from behind. It looks like no foul call. A little bit surprised, looked like a lot of contact, but Marcus Smart coming from behind, able to uh, reject it. Miami keeps it with 18 on the shot clock. Spolstra's got a look of, uh, you know, just uh, bemusement at uh, what uh, the, the fact that that wasn't a foul there. So Butler will inbound it on the far sideline. It's Butler, Dragic, Iggy, Bam, and Hero for the Heat. Here's Bam with the basketball, hands it to Hero. He'll take a three at the top. He hits again. Tyler Hero has been absolutely sensational. And he has hit clutch shot after clutch shot in this series. Here's Kemba, left wing to Tatum. He's got an open look for three. No good off the back of the rim. Rebound hero. But that's a good shot. That's a shot that Tatum's got to take. It's, uh, you know, an open look for a really good shooter. Here's Hero with the basketball, throws it into the left corner. Dragic is wide open. No. Bam, fight for the rebound. The ball on the floor. Smart tips it to Brown. Brown then picks up his dribble and is going to be, I believe, I'm not sure if he's called for a travel or if there was a foul here, but uh, Brown picked up the loose ball and turned around and there was a Heat player. Oh, and apparently there was a foul called. Spolstra is saying, where's the travel here? It's absolutely a travel. They call a foul on Hero, but that was absolutely 100% a travel on Jalen Brown. He picks up the ball, turns around, does not know Hero is there. He takes a couple of steps before the contact. But nonetheless, Boston with the basketball. Here's Smart left wing. Loses the basketball. Butler gets his hands on it, rips it from him, and we've got a... Looks like a foul on the Celtics. Marcus Smart can't believe it. He was hoping for a jump ball. But it's going to be Miami basketball here. Heat leading at 89-85, 7.24 to go in the fourth quarter. Butler walks it up into the front court. Now dribbling over towards the right sideline. 
Awaiting a screen from Bam. Gets it going left. Tries to find Bam on the cut. Tice with good hands, but it goes right back to Butler. Butler now on the right wing. Switched on to by Brown. Crosses over. Step back along the right baseline. Off the heel. No good. Rebound. Walker. Walker will push it into the front court. To the right wing to Smart. To the line to Lane. Tries to find Tice. And Bam with active hands. Deflects it. Picked up by Hero. Here with the top of the key, drives left past Tatum, reverses is up, reverses the layup up with the right hand. Beautiful move. Tyler Hero now has 30 on the night in the Heat lead by six. Time out, Brad Stevens and the Celtics. Tyler Hero, 12 of 17 from the field, absolutely dominating this game off the bench and uh, has been everything that Heat fans could have hoped that uh, he could be when they drafted him with the 13th overall pick in this last NBA draft. Just doing a little bit of everything, and and not just the 30 points, but when he's making these buckets. The Celtics had a couple of runs in that third quarter that Hero staved off with some big buckets. And here in the fourth, you know, the Celtics took an 85-84 lead, and I believe Hero has scored five points on this Miami 7-0 run that has uh, given them the uh, the command of the game again. Miami outscoring Boston 14-9 so far in this final period. But Hero, 4 of 7 from downtown, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. So really to to put up 30 points on essentially 18 shooting possessions. Incredibly efficient from Tyler Hero. Bam Adebayo also has uh, done a good job defensively, and Jimmy Butler as well. They, they both have gotten a few deflections. Andre Iguodala got a deflection as well. And Boston, you know, again, the turnovers have, have been a big part of this game. They had 11 in the first half. They were down by six. The third quarter, they had just one. They won that period by five. And so far in the fourth already, uh, essentially five minutes and 19 seconds into the fourth, they've already committed five turnovers. And some of those have led to, uh, to heat buckets. Boston shooting the ball well from the field at uh, 47.8%, 32 of 67. But again, those 17 turnovers... And their inability to, to shoot that well from three, they're just 10 of 31, is, has been a bit of their undoing. And Miami, again, getting to the free throw line and knocking them down 17 of 19 from the charity stripe. But this is the kind of balance that we've seen all season, especially in the bubble from the heat, you know, with the likes of Bam, Butler, Dragic and Hero all with uh, at least 15 points. They're just a they're just a tough team to stop because they've got so many ways to attack. They've got uh, you know multiple ball handlers, multiple isolation scorers. Uh, they've got a big man that can pass and play make. Uh, they've got guys that are good at getting to the free throw line. And with this zone, they've been able to create some offense off of their defense. Just uh, you know, getting their hands, getting deflections. With the likes of Crowder, Iguodala, and Butler, especially at the top of that 2-3, those guys have been very good all series long in that zone, being very active. 
So let's see what Boston does coming out of this timeout. Brad Stevens really good at drawing up uh, ATOs. His team desperately needs a bucket here to kind of hold the momentum. Again, Boston going from left to right in this final quarter. Ball inbounded to Tatum on the left elbow. He dribble, takes a couple dribbles with his left hand, fades away from about 12 feet on the left side of the lane and hits. Big bucket there from Tatum, who's had a much better second half. Here's Butler up top to Bam, back to Butler, left side to Hero. Hero hands it off to Butler, up top to Bam. Bam guarded by Tatum, hands it off Hero going left, picks up his dribble, gets trapped. He finds Bam under the hoop, has Kemba on him, just shoots right over the top and finishes. Again, Hero drawing that trap given that he's got it going, and that frees up Bam for the easy opportunity. Here's Kemba left wing, up top to Tatum. Again, the Heat's still in this 2-3. Tatum finds Brown at the free-throw line. Touch pass to Smart. Right corner. Hayward three. Off the side of the rim. No good. Again, good defense or a good offense from the Celtics. A couple of quick touch passes. Got Hayward a really good look. Here is Dragic with the basketball. Guarded by Smart. Drives right. Gets into the paint. Puts it up with the left hand. No. And we've got a blocking foul on Jalen Brown. Brown tried to come over and take the charge, but Dragic doing a good job of... of uh, Moving to the side a little bit on this free throw, or you know, on this layup attempt, and and that's a good call. So Dragic, with two free throws to try to extend the Heat lead to eight, that's the fourth foul on Brown. Dragic's first is up and in. Ninety-four, eighty-seven. Dragic now with 16 points, 6 of 17 from the field. His second free throw is up, and it's good as well. So the Heat taking an 8-point lead. It's going to take an impressive Celtics run here to get back into this. But they've got plenty of time. Still 5.43 to go. Kemba lets the ball roll into the front court on the left wing. Now gets a screen from Smart, throws it right side Tatum. Tatum drives into the paint. Eurostep puts it up. No, but he draws the foul. It was questionable whether that was a travel. It looked close. It almost looked like he did a jump stop and then a Euro step, but uh, would like to see it again. Tatum, after an 0 for 6 first half with a goose egg, he's got 20 on 8 of 11 from the field in the second. First free throw is up and in. Tatum has improved his foul drawing in these playoffs. He drew fouls on 10.2% of his shot attempts during the regular season. That's up to 12.7 in the postseason. He also has improved his on-the-floor foul drawing from 1.8% up to 2.9 as he knocks down both free throws. Miami up 95-89. 5.28 to go. Bam, top of the key, hands it off. Hero throws it back to Bam on the slip. And we've got a foul on the floor. And uh, the Celtics not yet in the bonus, so Miami will take it out on the sideline. Again, these are the just the quick reaction plays there from Hero, recognizing the trap, almost realizing it's going to happen before he catches it, and then just making that little beautiful slip pass, little lob to Bam on the roll, draws the foul. 
and that is the fifth personal on Jalen Brown. So uh, that is uh, pretty crucial here. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Butler on the far sideline gets it into Bam. Bam hands it off to Hero on the left side. He'll drive left, gets past Hayward, snakes under the rim, finds Iguodala, fakes the three, dribbles in, kicks it out. Dragic top of the key three. That one's short. Fight for the rebound. It's picked up by Iguodala. He finds Butler free throw line jumper. That one's woefully short. Picked up by Bam. Kicks it out. Hero right, right corner. Step back three to his left. No good. Fight for the rebound. And Smart is fouled. And Smart will go to the free throw line. Another key stretch there. I mentioned the stretch in the third, that possession where Miami had multiple opportunities and couldn't convert. This time, getting a couple of good looks and not able to uh, get any to go. And then the foul on the rebound on Smart, which will uh, you know allow Boston to, to stroll down to the other end and, and get two free throws without any time coming off the clock. Smart's first free throw is up, and that one rolls off the front of the rim and gets the friendly bounce. So one more here to cut the heat lead to four. Free throw is up, and that rattles out. That was halfway down. So the Heat maintain a five-point edge, 95 to 90, 455 to go in the final period. Here's Butler, top of the key, guarded by Hayward. We'll get a screen from Bam, now switched on to by Tatum. Dribbling on the right wing. Isolating, nine on the shot clock. Picks up his dribble, throws it to Bam, left elbow extended. Bam drives right, Euro steps into the paint, puts up a floater, that's short. Rebound Hayward. Three on four, transition. Hayward will pull it back out, kicks it up top to Tatum. Left wing, Smart's going to be very aggressive with a three, and that one's well off. He was open, but um, maybe could have done with uh, getting his feet set a little bit before he fired away. Here's Dragic with the basketball at the top. Waits a screen from Bam. He slips. Celtics cover it up. Hero with the ball on the left wing. Guarded by Smart. Seven on the shot clock. Hero going to isolate. Step back three. He got it. Tyler Hero with a huge shot. And the Heat lead it by eight. Hero now up to 33. That's his fifth three-pointer. Here's Brown left wing. He'll try to answer. And it rolls around. It goes. Back and forth we go here in the Eastern Conference Finals, 98-93 Miami. And we've got a timeout by Eric Spolstra and the Heat. 3.47 left in the fourth. Tyler Hero, you got to say, has been the best player on the floor in this ballgame, though. He has been sensational, especially on the offensive end, getting to his jump shot making plays in the pick and roll. I mean, that's one of the key reasons this Heat team has gone from really, you know, prior to the shutdown, I didn't really consider them much of a contender, but in the bubble, you know, the, the reason they're having this much success and the reason they are, you know, less than four minutes away from going up 3-1 and being within one game of making the NBA Finals is because Tyler Hero has turned into a legitimate uh, fantastic bench player, a sixth man of the year type contributor. And uh, he has carried Miami in this game. I guess I shouldn't say carry. They've gotten decent performances from a lot of guys. But, you know, Goran Dragic is 6 of 18. Jay Crowder, 1 of 9. Duncan Robinson, 0 for 5. You know, they have needed every one of these 33 points that Hero has put up. 
Hero, 13 of 19 from the field, 5 of 9 from downtown, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. Absolutely sensational performance. What does Boston have left in them? Down 5. They, uh, you know, season is on the brink. It's not an elimination game, but going down 3-1 puts their season very much in jeopardy. As the Heat out of the timeout with the basketball, bam, on the left side, throws it cross-court to Hero. Hero isolating against Kemba. Ten on the shot clock. He'll step back to his left for another three. That's an air ball. Or may have just glanced slightly off the left side of the rim. But the ball bounces out of bounds. It will go to Boston. Celtics trailing 98-93. Three minutes and 33 seconds to go in this ballgame. In this crucial game four. Here's Kemba to the line, to the lane, kicks it out. Jason Tatum, right wing three, off the back of the iron. No good, but Kemba with a big rebound. He kicks it out to Brown. Ten on the shot clock. Brown drives right into the paint, spins, finds a cutting. Marcus Smart, and he lays it up and in with the right hand. Beautiful cut. The timing was perfect there. Brown, after the spin, was able to just shuffle past that to uh, shuttle past that to Smart for the easy bucket. Celtics now down by three. Three minutes to go in the fourth. Here's Butler. And we've got a foul off the ball. And not sure it might be. The, I don't think the uh, the Celtics are in the bonus just yet, so Miami will have to inbound it on the sideline. I believe it's Gordon Hayward. Yes, he was holding and pushing Bam as Bam tried to set that screen. Good call. So the shot clock reset to 14, 302 on the game clock. Miami 98, Boston 95. On the court for the Heat, it's Hero, Dragic, Bam, Iguodala, and Butler. For Boston, it's Smart, Walker, Brown, Hayward, and Tatum. Boston going with no center, going with their five best players here. Here's Butler with the basketball. Gets switched on to by Hayward. Spins into the paint, finds Iguodala. Left corner to Dragic. He'll back it out. Step back three at the shot clock buzzer. No, but the ball's tipped back out to Butler. Long rebound. Big board for the Heat. Here's Butler now in the right corner, guarded by Kemba. Seven on the shot clock. He's going to back down. Now he gets doubled. Throws it short corner to Dragic. He'll spin around Hayward. Puts it up with the left hand. Gets the friendly roll. A huge shot. Huge second chance points there for Miami. And they lead it 195. Here's Walker. Right wing Tatum. Had a three. Passed it up. And is called for a travel. That's the kind of indecision that uh, killed him in the first half. He had that shot. He should just take it. Instead, he uh, second-guessed the jumper, thought about the drive, and shuffled his feet. 18 turnovers now for Boston. Here's Butler with the basketball. 2.15 to go in the fourth. Miami leading at 195. Here comes Bam with a screen at the top. Now Butler's got a switch with Hayward. He drives in the paint, spins, fade away, gets it to go. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets. Puts the heat up seven. Two minutes to go. Boston with a basketball. Here's Kemba Walker. Throws it right side. Brown. He drives into the paint. Kicks it. Hayward. Right wing Tatum. Gets the same look he had last possession. This time he takes it and makes it. Miami leads. Nat lead is now down to four. Here's Butler for the heat. Walks it up into the front court. Tatum now with 25. Butler guarded by Tatum. Again, they're going to run that action to try and get the switch. Instead, this time Boston traps Butler. Throws it to Bam into the under the basket to Iguodala, who finds Goran Dragic in the left corner, and he drills the three. Another huge shot for the Heat. Here's Kemba Walker. 
Throws it right wing Tatum into the corner to Hayward. Hayward guarded by Dragic. Hayward up top to Tatum, left wing to Kemba. Kemba to Marcus Smart, gets to the free throw line, tries to find Hayward, but the pass was off the mark, stolen by Miami. Here comes Goran Dragic. He'll drive in. He's got a lane, kicks it out, and Iguodala will pick up the ball and then pass it back out to Hero. Hero with 11 on the shot clock, hands it to Butler, left wing, guarded by Walker. Butler will isolate here. Butler will back down. Four on the shot clock. Butler finds a cutting hero. Lays it up with the left hand off the glass. He cut right in front of Jalen Brown. And the Heat extend their lead to nine with 56.2 seconds to go in the fourth. Tyler Hero with another huge play in this ballgame. And that might as well have been the dagger. What a stretch. Tatum with the three. Then you've got Dragic hitting the three on the other end. And uh, all off of the trap that the Celtics threw out on Jimmy Butler, they found Bam under the hoop. Or, excuse me, Bam at the free throw line out of the trap. He kind of just, and then they had a four on three. Bam threw it to, I believe it was Iguodala under the basket, who found Dragic in the left corner. Uh, Andre Iguodala making a play similar to a lot of plays that we've seen him make with the Golden State Warriors over the years. But uh, Dragic, after having a pretty rough night offensively, making a huge three. And again, looking at the Heat's balanced scoring, they've now got four guys all in with, with 20 points or more. Bam with 20, Butler 21, Dragic 22, and Tyler Hero with 35 and on that last possession, Hero just making a cut that you don't expect guys that are fatigued to make in the fourth quarter. He cut right in front of Jalen Brown. Beautiful pass from Butler and Hero with the finish. Boston in a lot of trouble. They obviously need a basket on this possession. Hayward will inbound it for the Celtics. Gets it into Walker. Walker guarded by Butler. Walker not really going over there. Now drives into the paint. Puts up a floater. No good. Gets his own rebound. Now will dribble it back out. Tries to kick it out to Tatum. Tatum left wing. Sidestep to his left for three, and he hits it. Huge shot for Tatum. Keeps the Celtics in it with 42.9 left. Do the Celtics foul, or do they play this out? Here's Hero getting pressed. He'll drive into the front court. Beautiful poise under pressure there. He kicks it to Dragic. Tries to find Butler, but Butler lost it. Here's Tatum. He'll drive in, and he is fouled. Unbelievable. Goran Dragic... Threw it to Butler. It seemed like the pass was fine, but Butler, whether it was sweaty hands, uh, he tried to catch it with one hand. He tried to catch that ball with his left and wasn't able to come up with it. And Tatum, with the pressure, was right there. Although, I will say, you know, Miami might challenge this, and they might win this challenge if they do, because Butler got that clean and it went off Tatum. Wow, what a... Uh, what a change of circumstances that would be. Boston potentially with two free throws with 29.8 seconds left to cut the Miami Heat lead to four. You probably still have to play the foul game, but you're still very much in it at that point. But uh, if this goes Miami's way and they uh, they can re retake possession up six, uh, the, the, the chances for Boston have, uh, have dwindled considerably. 
What a fun game this has been. Game four of the Eastern Conference Finals, and it very much looks like Miami is going to take a 3-1 series lead. You just got to love this team and the balance, the coaching, uh, the, the way they play. It's all, you know, beautiful from a, from a neutral viewer perspective. You know, they play fun basketball. They play basketball that's really enjoyable to watch. They play team basketball. And even though Butler has that ability to isolate and, and create, the, um, you know, he doesn't do it a lot. He, he still just plays within the system. And we've got the review here. And I don't see any way this review goes Boston's way because not only Tatum, you know, committed an offensive foul shoving Butler and then Butler able to get his hand on the ball and the ball went off of, uh, I believe it was Tatum's thigh as it went out of bounds. Oh, but they're going to call it a jump ball. Interesting here um, because it looked like I'm surprised they wouldn't just give it automatically to Miami because the ball was going out of bounds. But I guess at the moment that they were reviewing it, it was still on the floor. Really surprising to see there. But it's Bam versus Tatum, and Tatum actually wins it. But Kemba tips it into the backcourt and loses a lot of time here. Kemba finds Tatum. Step back three to his left from the left side. That one's no good. Fight for the rebound, and we might have another review here with 18.3 to go in the fourth. We're going to take another look. But uh, a lot of time, uh, basically 11 seconds coming off the clock there with uh, Kemba, that ball going all the way under almost his own basket. And then that uh, long rebound there after the Tatum missed three. But, you know, even if Boston were to make a bucket here, you know, we're already at the point where the shot clock is off. So... They're probably going to have to try to force a turnover or play the foul game and hope Miami misses free throws. But it's going to take some sort of a miracle for uh, for the Boston Celtics to to win this game and even this series at two. As we're seeing a replay of Jimmy Butler's clutch bucket. But that's the other thing that's really... Um, oh, and we also see that Bam is... He's holding his left, whether that's wrist or forearm, I'm not sure, but at first he almost, it was like he grabbed his elbow, but uh, that could be something to keep an eye out uh, in future games here. Of course, Bam is critical to what the Heat are doing, and any, any serious injury would be a huge blow to them. But another key about this Heat team is when it comes down to the end of games, Butler and Hero have just been so incredibly clutch. It's similar to, you know, the team that uh, is competing in the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets. You know, Jokic and Murray have been incredibly efficient in, in clutch moments in their various series. The Heat, uh, you know, Butler and Hero have, have done the same in the East. And it's a key reason why, you know, they were able to win a tight game one that went to overtime. Hero hit big shot after big shot in that ball game. So did Butler. Bam made that clutch defensive play at the end. 
And a lot of times these seven game series often come down to, you know, who wins the close games or if there's, you know, in a seven game series, if there's three or four close games, whatever team wins two of the three or three of the four close encounters typically advances as a based on that replay. It does appear that that's off of hero. So it looks like it should be Celtics possession. So it's Hayward, Tatum, Walker, Brown, and Smart for the Celtics. For Miami, it's Butler, Hero, Iguodala, Bam Adebayo, and Dragic. Hayward will inbound it on the far sideline. Boston has to get something up quick, and preferably a three-pointer if they can, but Miami looks like they're still in this zone. Ball thrown into the left corner. Brown, he gets a decent look. It hits! Jalen Brown with a big three. And they didn't run much time off the clock. There's still 16 seconds. An opportunity here for the Celtics to potentially try to spend a few seconds to get a steal and then foul. But it looks like Miami's going to use one of its final two timeouts here to advance the possession. Or advance the ball, I should say. But that's the uh, that's one of the concerns with the zone is they were able to throw, you know, Tyler Hero was the bottom right guy in that zone. But uh, a guy flashed to the free throw line, I believe it was Marcus Smart, which forced Hero towards him. And that gave Jalen Brown the room in the corner. Beautiful pass from Hayward. And Brown, with his size advantage over Hero, able to shoot right over the top, not worry about it getting blocked. A clutch, clutch bucket for, for Jalen Brown. And surprising, too, because he's been pretty poor in these playoffs from the corners. Jalen Brown shooting just 29% from the corners in these playoffs, but made a very clutch corner three there. So, again, I'm sure Brad Stevens instructing his team to, um, you know, maybe make a gamble, try to get a foul. Uh, they don't have a foul to give, so the first foul will immediately put Miami to the line. But then also you got to figure, you know, who are you sending to the line? You've got to try to avoid it likely getting into the hands of, of Hero or, or Dragic, two of their better shooters. But, you know, Adebayo and Butler, solid guys there as well. They've also brought in Robinson as a free throw shooter here. So Dragic will inbound it on the near sideline in the front court. Guarded by Tatum, looking to get it in. He gets it into Hero. Hero immediately trapped. He tries to dribble out of it, and it uh, looks like they're going to call the foul. It's going to be maybe on Marcus Smart. Initially, the Celtics raised their hands saying, you know, where was the foul? But I think Smart recognized that uh, time is not on their side there. It's not the worst thing in the world that the foul is committed. But uh, Hero, shooting 88% from the free throw line in the playoffs, has two big ones here to try to extend Miami's lead to two possessions. First one is up, and it's pure. Nothing but net for Tyler Hero. His incredible night continues here. And he's got one more to extend the lead to five. Celtics, again, with just one timeout left. Second free throw is good as well. And they're not going to use it here. They're going to throw it in. Ball inbounded to Kemba. Kemba guarded by Butler. 
Kemba drives right, tries to go up. Butler just ripped it away, but we've got a foul on the floor. Kemba can't believe this isn't a shooting foul. Oh, man, it looks pretty much simultaneous when Butler reaches in and Kemba is gathering. And they're going to give him three free throws. So a huge call here from Scott Foster. And you, you got a question, too, as well. Was that actually a foul? Jimmy Butler got called for a foul earlier when Tatum went in for... <laughs> went in for a transition layup that was challenged, and it ended up being all ball. And this time it looked pretty close as well as Kemba hits the first. But a huge, huge break for the Celtics there, getting three free throws from a terrific shooter in Walker to potentially cut this lead to two. The second one rattles in. So he's got one more to make it a 109-107 contest with 9.2 seconds left. And again, because Boston didn't use their timeout, they still have another uh, timeout to advance here, which is uh, which could be critical. The third free throw rattles in as well. We've got a 109-107 game. Miami and Eric Spolster will call their final timeout here to advance the basketball. That's one that I'm a little bit questionable about because, to me, I think you uh, you try to get it in, and if you can't get it in, then you call the timeout. Whereas by calling the timeout immediately, you don't even give yourself a chance to get that first inbound. And now, if you're if you're unsuccessful getting it in, you don't have any recourse. You've got to throw it in, or you're going to get a five second violation. Or worse yet, you you call you have one of your players call a timeout and get a technical foul. Grant Williams, who has played a uh, who played a, a vital factor, I thought in Game Three for the Celtics and their win was uh, was a non-factor in this one. Played just one minute. I think part of that could also come down to the fact that Spolster chose not to play a backup center, so that kind of forced Stevens's hand to just continue to play with his small ball group. So the Celtics going with that uh, five guard slash wing lineup with. Walker, Smart, Brown, Hayward, and Tatum for Miami. It's Dragic, Robinson, Butler, Hero, and Bam. Bam is way in the backcourt. Dragic will inbound it on the near sideline, looks to throw it in, gets it to Butler. Butler will dribble it out and dribble it under the baseline. The Celtics have not fouled yet, taking a long time to foul. Finally, they do with six seconds to go. That was not good. I think, uh, you know, again, Stevens may be trying to get a trap, but Butler able to just dribble, and Jalen Brown chose not to foul. Smart finally comes over and commits the personal. But Butler really now, with just six seconds left, has an opportunity to put this game away if he can knock both of these down. And now we've got... Uh, Scott Foster wants to ice Jimmy Butler as he threw him the basketball, and now he... Asked Butler for it back. Smart just fouled out. He played 36 minutes and had 10 points. So Tice will come in, and that's a smart move as well, especially just for to uh, to get the rebound because it's likely Boston will call timeout regardless of the results of these free throws. 
So Butler, after getting iced there <laughs> at the line, his first is up. It bounces off the front, then off the back, and falls in. What a friendly roll. And so now one more can likely put this away. I think Stevens just told the refs that they're going to call time regardless of this free throw, and he hits them both, and the Celtics call time. So six seconds left, Boston has to do, regardless of whatever they do, they have to do it quick. Whether that's a two or a three, they have to get it off in a couple of seconds. So whatever Stevens has in his playbook that uh, that gets them a, a quick opportunity, he's got to go to it. As you can see the look on Tatum's face of just absolute frustration when Butler calmly knocked down the second. The second looked a lot more confident than the first did. But Butler and Hero hitting the free throws down the stretch to uh, maintain this two-possession lead for the Heat. Again, this is uh, Duncan Dynasty. This is an episode I like to call League Pass Radio, where I bring you play-by-play -play and uh, advanced ana uh, stats and analysis throughout the game. I hope you've enjoyed it. Next week, we might have a, a NBA Finals preview to bring you on the, the Wednesday episode of Duncan Dynasty. Boston will inbound it on the near sideline. It's those four guards and wings plus Tice now instead of Smart. Here's Hayward getting it in. He'll get it to Walker. Walker takes a three. Rattles out. Tice tip. No. Hayward gets it. 1.8. Celtics down by two. Here's Dragic. Throws it in. Dangerous pass to Butler. He catches it with 1.1 and is fouled. Or excuse me, I should say he, ca he catched it with... He caught it with 1.8 and then was fouled, and now the clock is down to 1.1. But what a dangerous pass there as uh, Butler was kind of running uh, sideways and a little bit away from the hoop. He had a defender kind of a little bit in front of him and one closing from behind, but Dragic with a aggressive, confident pass able to zip it to him. First free throw from Butler is short. So the Celtics have a chance here. And uh, you got to wonder, too, if you're Miami, if he misses this, the Celtics would be forced to throw it the length of the court. Whereas if he makes it, they can inbound it, potentially chuck it down. Second free throw is up and good. So Boston will have an opportunity. Tice will inbound it. He's going to throw it the length of the court. It's deflected. Ball game. Miami Heat. The Miami Heat have won it. 112-109 over the Boston Celtics. And the Heat take a 3-1 series lead. What a gut punch for the Boston Celtics, losing their second incredibly tight ball game, as well as game one of this series. But Tyler Hero, pun intended, is was the hero of this ball game. Hero finishes with 37 on 14 of 21 from the field, 5 of 10 from 3, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. He was absolutely phenomenal for the Miami Heat.
and the Boston Celtics are going to have to pull a Denver Nuggets and, and come back from 3-1 if they want to save their season. But uh, it looks like Miami has control of this series. The zone defense worked at times. The offense has been terrific. And uh, they got just enough from the likes of Butler, who finishes with 24, Dragic with 22, Bam with 20, and, and no one else on the Heat scored more than three uh, other than their, their top four scorers. Again, Hero leading the way with, a, uh, I assume, a uh, career high of 37. For Boston, Jason Tatum finishes with 28. He had a terrific second half, but I imagine he's going to be pretty disappointed with his performance in the first 24 minutes. Kemba Walker finishes with 20, Jalen Brown with 21, Marcus Smart finishes with a double-double, 10 points and 11 assists, but just 3 of 12 from the field. He couldn't get any to go. He he shot just 1 of 8 from downtown. Gordon Hayward had another decent performance for Boston off the bench. He had 14 in 30 minutes, 4 of 9 from the field. He also had 7 rebounds, 3 assists, and Hayward was a plus 8 in those 30 minutes. But uh, Boston just uh, unable to get enough offense in that first half and unable to get enough stops, especially in the fourth quarter. A very high-scoring final period. Miami took the quarter 35-33. to So Boston, again, struggled offensively in the first half, and in the final quarter when they needed it, they couldn't get the stops in large part maybe because they, they, they went with those real small lineups. You know, Daniel Tice, a big part of the reason why the Celtics have been so good defensively, but he was largely a non-factor in that fourth quarter. you got to give credit to Spolstra. Another decision he makes here to basically not play Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, he got a DNP coach's decision, and instead play Andre Iguodala. He played Iggy 27 minutes. He, um, you know... Did some good things. He hit a three. He had a couple of assists, three steals. Um, so, you know, they, they got some production there. And, you know, riding Tyler Hero, playing him 36 minutes. And, you know, you, you got to imagine the three days off helped the likes of, of Butler and Dragic, uh, two older veteran guys. They both played 30, 39 minutes apiece. And Bam, with his just a, continuing to the all-around brilliance, 20 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 7 of 11 from the field. Drew a bunch of fouls as well uh, on uh, on the offensive glass. So, terrific performance from Miami. And, uh, you know, this is, um, you know, this isn't too surprising to me. I picked Heat and 7 in this series. It might even be a little bit uh, easier for them than that. But, uh, you know, again, Boston... Boston has been right in it. They've been very competitive. This is, uh, you know, not your typical 3-1 series. I think these two teams are very evenly matched. They showed that score in the second quarter. These two teams have basically played even basketball through four games. But Miami's won three of them, and that gives them a huge advantage to potentially make the NBA Finals. And, and, uh, what a story that would be, regardless of who wins in the West. If Miami makes the finals, a Miami versus Lakers matchup where LeBron plays his former team, that would be fascinating. And then if it's a Miami-Denver series, I mean, 
who in the heck could have predicted that heading into heading into these playoffs? You know, if you did, uh, um, you know, congrats. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty impressive. But that'll do it for this episode of League Pass Radio. Again, this is uh, the podcast uh, Duncan Dynasty. If you can su- subscribe, rate, and review, uh, that's much appreciated. Uh, you can do that on uh, on iTunes. That's the the most popular podcast player, uh, or Spotify. Um, you know, uh, continue to follow me at Garrett Bouguet on Twitter. I'll be uh, posting my thoughts on on the NBA uh, throughout the week, as well as my co-host Corbin Ford. He's at Corbin NBA. Uh, I've got a I've got a piece on Rip City Project coming out soon, talking about how uh, the the run that the Denver Nuggets have been on kind of sheds a new light on Portland defeating them last year in the playoffs and making the conference finals. So uh, keep an eye out for that. That's at ripcityproject.com. Thanks again for for tuning in and uh, and joining me. Hope you had a lot of fun, and I certainly enjoyed it. And you have a great rest of your day, and enjoy the next week in the NBA calendar.